back again this week. Nope. What? Does he even? Does he just not want to do the show anymore, or what? Well, he called <laughs> Tapezilla the fat chick in his apple pie or something. No, no, no. He said I was playing Modern Warfare Two with Dracula a little bit ago, and and he said Beef wants to record at ten or whatever, and he's like, you know, when you're like bringing a hot chick over to your apartment. And uh, and then you're all excited because you have a great night plan, but then she brings her fat friend. He said, Beav is the fat friend. And that does, it's not entirely coherent because really, if you follow that to the logical conclusion, it would be TZ is the fat friend. And Heavy Rain, is heavy rain which she wants to play right now, mm-hmm. is the hot chick, I guess. But uh, no, he said, he said Beav is the fat friend. Yeah, no, I, I think that actually kind of sums it up pretty accurately. Hmm. Hmm. So he's playing Heavy Rain right now, and... Um, I don't know. To me, that to me it's like with the back during Resident Evil Four. I thought the cutscenes were kind of a drag, and this is a whole game that's basically that. So I don't really see the appeal. But maybe I don't know anything. What do I know? Well, I can kind of speak to this because I hardcore played Heavy Rain this past week and finished mm-hmm. it in like three days. And uh, it uh, it's not that long. It's probably about ten hours long. But um, it's and I don't know why because there's really not much of a game there. The most you do is hold the uh, R2 trigger to walk your guy around. And then mm-hmm. when you get to certain cutscenes, it's this long-ass quick time event. Um, but it, it's still... I loved it. I, it's I sort of know. like an adventure game, right? It's an adventure game with absolutely no inventory. <laughs> it's so an adventure you walk game around and, without the adventure. So you sort of walk your dude around in the environment and you just do context-sensitive stuff and talk to people, basically? Yeah, but there's different ways to go about things. Like, if you don't get the right information out of people, there are, um, like, sort of, like, items you won't get, even though there's no inventory, but... Can you like, lose? Things you, won't, well, things you won't find out until... Before we get too far into it, yeah, we probably need to say that, like, the next ten minutes or so is probably going to be a gigantic spoiler warning, right? No, I'll be good. Because uh, there's, like, one main spoiler for that game that ruins the entire game, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it. So, I'm, if I might, cares, go look it up. I might say it. Don't say it. They're going to stop listening to this episode already. It just started. All right. I, I won't say it, I promise. I think there's something about this game and the story that I'm just not tapped into. Because I was reading Penny Arcade, and the guy was talking about how, how elemental the game is. And just the, the, the story and the themes it touches on are just like are just piercing or something. And he, and he links he links some video of a segment on game trailers and says, like, this terrifying segment. So I click, all right, let's see if this is terrifying. And I click on it and I go to game trailers and I watch the clip. And it's some gameplay and it's basically your guy walking around in the mall and he lo- this kid gets away from him and he can't find him. And I'm like, all right, maybe that'd be scary for a parent, but who cares? I mean, it wasn't even that good. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a big joke. It was actually like a gameplay section from uh, the Prince of Persia epilogue. We'll get into that. But the the whole mall scene, it's because it, if you're just playing the mall scene, it mm-hmm. might not seem like a big deal. But the half hour before the mall scene is you, like, playing with your kid and spending time at home and stuff like that and helping your wife. Yeah, but the kid is a dumbass. He just he doesn't listen to you. He runs away. He just he's The mall! Um, and, and then, I don't know. I mean, and then... And then it's like the kid does. I don't know if the kid dies or not when the car is about to hit him or whatever. But if he does, the dad gets hit too. So as long as they both die, it's not as tragic for some reason, you know? Because it's like spread out. I guess it's a minor spoiler, but that's very early in the game. That's like well, that's a, not a spoiler because it's like in the game trailers clip. Well, I don't know I'm if they sure there's other stuff in the game trailers clip. Too. I think the people that actually care about the game probably did a media blackout. <laughs> I really did. I didn't. 
I, I watched, um, well, I played the demo, and then there was, like, a trailer after the demo that I watched, and I really, I wish I hadn't watched that, because it spoiled one scene, but, um, overall, it's the kind of game where, if you're not, if you don't buy into it, you're not gonna like it, and then don't bother with it. Are the, are the, the, are the themes in this game really piercing to your very soul, like this guy was saying? Uh, I don't know. Did it affect you? Were you affected? Uh, no, but it's the kind of thing where you're, like, the the atmosphere is just so great in so many of the scenes that you really, you, you start feeling for these characters that you have played for the last So you were hours. affected with an A, right, Beef? Yep. Yeah, you were <laughs> affected with an A, right? I was affected. Okay. So you I were, you lied the first time. E. Did, the, uh, <laughs> did the demo have the big dinosaur scene in it? Spoils, man, come on. Oh, the dinosaur eats the girl. Right. <laughs> the dinosaur eats one. <laughs> that would be so awesome. You go through this, like, they, they build this game for, like, the year before it comes out as some super dramatic game-changing thing. And then the last scene is, like, a dinosaur just comes stomping in and eats somebody. <laughs> you just you hear somebody, like, down the street go, he escaped! And then it's a dinosaur comes up and eats the girl. I saw some of the demo, and it was kind of, it looked kind of boring to me. My brother actually played through the whole game. I haven't seen the actual game, but he played through it. And he said, it's interesting. There's some promise there. But at the end of the day, he wasn't very affected with an A. He thought the story was stupid, I mean, basically. I, he didn't like, He thought it wasn't very good. I think it's like the, the first time someone tries anything different. It, you know, the, the idea of it is probably good, but the execution needs some work. He said that the, the it's if it had he said that at the end of the day you know it's it there were some parts in it that were pretty good but overall the story just isn't that good it was a weak story that's what he said hmm. I, don't I think believe so at all. I think the story I mean that's the whole selling point of the game I thought it was great you thought it was great you were affected with an A exactly at times sure there I mean there's times where you're um and this- they probably can't die but um you know little quick time events going on and your character's like just about to get stabbed with something. And uh, you have to, you know, hit L2 and then bang on the X button or something like that. But you're really, like, you're going nuts on that X button so you don't die. He said that you can fail and it doesn't matter. You get, like, a bunch of chances. Well, you don't get chances. You just don't well, finish that yeah, scene. Yeah, uh, everything changes. that happens in the, yeah, the, if you fail the quick time event or something happens in the quick time event, that's one of the plot changes that happens. Doesn't it, doesn't it just seem kind of artificial that if you miss some silly quick time event button press, it changes the whole game? It's kind of the whole that's, point of it. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's it's a choose your own adventure book, mm-hmm. but it's a PS3 game, and you're not choosing it so much. As yeah, but isn't, it, isn't there isn't there any of that Resident Evil Four style reflex? Press this button fast, or you're going to die. Yeah, but you don't die. Press this button fast, or everything's different. Mm-hmm. That is true. Or so if you go, oh, I missed the button press. I'm going to load the game up and try it again, so I get the button press. If you want, yeah. How does the do saving that, work? Did you, you ever do that? It auto saves almost constantly. Okay. Did you have to load it and so you can get the button press right? No. no? Well, actually, okay, I'm half lying. You just accepted there's, the consequences. There's one time towards the end of the game that I was given... It was either you hit this button or this button, and the one that I thought was to save this one person... Um, you actually I, ate I them. I hit the other one and <laughs> ate them instead. <laughs> That's the one that let the dinosaur out. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> the, the thing happens where you don't save the one person. I'm like, what, wait, what the fuck? I hit the button to save him. So I, re- I reloaded that one. It was actually like <laughs> in the game, there was actually like, a, it was represented by having two save gigantic eat. buttons. Yeah. And one said save and one said eat. And he hit the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I don't know. I liked it a lot, and I'm still going to go back. And uh, it's pretty cool. You can restart from different chapters, like every chapter in the game. I was going to ask if you were going to go back and play through to see what different decisions would do. Yeah, I want to. I want to see everything at some point. So, and I've gone back to a couple and um, just gotten. There, there's trophies pretty much for every decision, so you can only get about half the trophies I think in one playthrough. Um, see, I, I don't think I like that part of it. Well, who cares about those really anyway? Those are more just to get more life out of the game anyway. So is the voice acting kind of bad? Um, a couple characters are really good, and a couple are really annoying. The one guy heard... can't even say his character's name straight. I was watching some of it, and it sounded to me kind of like, you know in the Family Guy, the, the, the foreign people living in America who sort of sound American? <laughs> like everyone well, sort of sounds like European well, sort of pretending to be American. It is foreign language, isn't it? Aren't they foreign actors? Yeah, if you watch the making of, uh, you unlock all these things as you go along. And I watched, there's... There's probably more it's than two, French, but I right? unlocked two of the making of. Uh, they're like English actors and... Um, Europeans doing American accents, basically. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty funny because you hear them with their English accent, and then they do the character. And it's... Well, the one guy, um, his, he plays Norma, Norman Jaden. He can never say his own character's name. He always says, I'm Norma Jaden. <laughs> Noma. I thought his name was Noma for the first, like, 20 minutes, or longer than that. Probably yeah, re- it really is like those two, those two reoccurring characters in Family Guy, the not quite, like, the, the Europeans trying to be <clears throat> Americans, and they're not quite there yet. I, re- I didn't know his character's real first name <laughs> until the other cop guy is like, Norman. I'm like, oh, his name's Norman. Norman. Oh, I thought his name was Noma. I didn't know that. I always thought American accents were kind of easy because, like, three fourths of actors in show business are from Scotland or England or some shit. No one's actually from American who plays all the American characters in our shows. It's weird though. After you play the whole game and you watch the making of, and you see some of the actors, because they, for most of the actors, they also used um, they use the voice and the face. Mm. Oh, so it's really creepy seeing them. The one guy, the guy who plays the detective Scott Shelby. He really looks kind of like he him. looks exactly like him. Like, if I knew that guy in real life, it would just be weird. Wow. But, anyway, it's an awesome game if you're into that type of thing. If you're not, then don't play it. So, so what's the Tapezilla format one-sentence review? <clears throat> I don't have that planned. Maybe by the end of the show. <laughs> Keep right. listening. Let me know when Save you have Save some it. people. Eat some people. Get you affected that, by the story. <laughs> you wear that friggin' dinosaur at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like a just, you know, heavy rain all the way through. And then in the last, very last portion of the game, there's some kind of big fight where it's a first-person shooter suddenly. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, is there any multiplayer? It's suddenly Gears of War. <laughs> it, has, it has a multiplayer, like, deathmatch mode. <laughs> it might as well with Bioshock, haven't it? So why not have a game that's kind of like Heavy Rain, except it kind of blends in action segments that are act more conventional gameplay? <laughs> they did that. It was called Force, Force Unleashed. No, it's actually called Uncharted 2. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know why I'm going to like that. <laughs> now, there, yeah, there, there aren't a lot of games that tell a story as well as this game, though. Um, Jack and I were talking about it because we we were sort of keeping up with each other, and then Friday I had off from work, know. so I just played it for five hours straight. But I don't know. I mean, I was watching that clip, and that kid is like a little shit to me, and I wanted him to get hit by a car. Just like I didn't care about him <laughs> at all. It's a little shit. Why'd that dad jump in front of the car? Stupid. What a dummy. Save yourself. You know? There should be a little quick time button for save yourself. <laughs> An achievement for save yourself. <laughs> Jump in front of car, save yourself. <laughs> One annoying thing about that scene, which it sort of took me out of it right at the beginning, 
was the kid's a little shit. You, you have retarded. to keep hitting, you keep hitting the X button to yell his name. Yeah, Brian. Brian. <laughs> That's not his name at all. <laughs> Whatever. His name's Jason, but there's only there's only two voice samples for yelling Jason. Oh, yeah. Jason. Jason. Like, Jason. 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 Like, <laughs> sometimes he's falling asleep, then sometimes he's scared. Jason. Jason. <laughs> yeah, they take Jason. it completely non-contextually. <laughs> what if one of them was thrown in like, later what if in the game? They, th- they threw in one like this. Oh, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your kid. Wait, the dad is Jaden, and the kid is Jason. No, that dad's Ethan. Oh, uh, okay. There's two. Hey, dads. Jason, come back. Let's buy some balloons. So the kid has two. Like dads. This sort of American. <laughs> No, there's no two dads. That's very progressive. It's European. Norma Jaden is not related to the kid. <laughs> well, no, he's not related. They probably adopted oh my, him. Oh my god, man. Like, oh. Jason was right here. I gotta go find him. Mate. Mate. <laughs> he's sort of Australian it's now for some reason. <laughs> I still like the idea of the very... Hi, like, everybody! Maybe the last scene in the game. They go, oh no, he's loose. And you look up and there's a T-Rex. <laughs> and then you have to play a first-person shooter to kill the yeah. T-Rex. <laughs> exactly. That's what. But I was if you saying. don't kill him, you get eaten, and that's where the story ends. It's not game over. It's the only place in the game you can actually get game over. <laughs> the game just ends and it saves. <laughs> You're like, oh come on, game over, save, start over. The, the penny arcade arcade guy was arcade. <laughs> <laughs> the the penny arcade guy was uh, talking about. The extent to which he was affected by Heavy Rain and sort of equating that to one other game, Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill which, 2 is, Yeah, that actually was uh, Did that, that game mess with you guys? I can't play those games. I'll, I'll just admit it right up front. I watched Drac play all of Silent Hill 2. And was, he, what, did uh, you guys cry together? He did it. He did it with the door open in our apartment with the door yeah. open and all the lights they, off. Lights out. Everyone, everyone, open, everyone says the game is real sad, not like scary, just like real sad. Silent Hill 2? Yeah. There's some sc- sort of scary things, but, um, yeah, it's kind of depressing. Something to do with guy's wife dying or something. I don't know. There's but a couple they... different endings that strange things happen at the end, but, yeah, the guy's wife is he's looking for, and uh, turns out she's dead, I think, but it's all doesn't re- That doesn't really, like, connect with me, because I feel nothing but contempt for women, so I can't relate to it. Mm. All right. See, I can't play those games <laughs> okay. not because of like because of the startles, but the anticipation of startles. Like I'd just be anxious Ooh. the entire time I was playing those. That's the point. I, I well, can't would you be it. anxious? What about Heavy Rain? Like, would you be anxious knowing that you s- might screw up the story if you yes. might if you screw up the quick time event coming up? That's a whole other if- reason I couldn't play that game because like if there's a long game and I know if I screw something up, I'd have to go back to it or play through a second time or something. I'll just mm-hmm. look shit up. I'll admit it. That sort of stuff applies to almost every game because, like, any game, I'm, like, encumbered by the fact that I don't want to miss shit. So I'm always, like, looking around in every nook and cranny. Exactly. And it becomes a burden and it actually detracts from the game, feeling this burden of having to look everywhere yeah. for everything. So, yeah. so with this game, knowing for a fact that I can't see the entire game on the first playthrough would just piss me off. Just that Mass Effect 2 is like that. Yeah. The, the game, from what I, you know, from what I understand, the game, the late game changes dramatically depending on what you've done. Another game I'm not playing. It's a really great game, though. I highly recommend it. It's one of the so, best games in the last couple of years, easily. So I actually bought Mass Effect 2 this past week. It's a great gamesies. And uh, well, here's the reason. Apparently, the special edition, the collector's version of that, 
um, if you didn't pre-order it, there was like no way you were getting it. It was fairly rare. And if you go on eBay Ooh. right now, it goes for like a hundred bucks. So you got one. And I'm at Target last week on uh, Monday this past week, and there's just one sitting on the shelf. Wow, for sixty nine bucks. So I'm like, uh, I'll get it and maybe sell it. We'll see. Did you uncard it? Uncard it? Is it still carded? It's it comes in a box, so that doesn't really count as being so carded. So it's, <laughs> it's still boxed. Would in. you call it VG or E? <laughs> Just take that, take it out. Play with the big. It is still big daddy toy or whatever. Why does it come with a big daddy toy? Oh, that's another story. This pissed me off. Too. <laughs> Slippery wet big daddy. Mass right. Effect Two comes with a big daddy toy. <laughs> Cross promotion. <laughs> Not even the same publisher. Those two actually hate each other. But uh, yeah, yeah I have uh, both. Of those, those are my two, two big games right now. Um, okay, so a couple weeks ago, I actually I think I tweeted about it that I got the uh, the big. Oh no, I, I posted a comment about it. Um, I got the big daddy figure from Toys R Us. It's like the super detailed um, Bioshock Two figure. And I said, it's cool. I like it. Yeah, it it like is 20, cool. It's twenty bucks, and I'm nice buying toy. it. I'm like, that's kind of expensive, but well, you know, it's, it's cool. It's really cool looking. Yeah, I go on eBay this past week. They're going for like seventy five, and, and they you had got like it for twenty. But they had ten of them when I got it. Did Why you go back and get them all? all? They're all gone now. <laughs> I, did, I did go back. You should have. Go, you should have gone straight back there and see if they have any more. I did. I went back this week. They don't. Should have gone back like instantly. Even though I checked eBay this week to find out <laughs> they're seventy five dollars. They had. You said they had like ten of them. If you had known at the time that they were going for seventy bucks, would you have bought all ten? Of course, that's free vacation. Of course, he would have. No, would you have? I mean, I know I understand there's a profit there, but I'm saying, would you actually go to all that trouble for like that absolutely for fifty dollars profit on each one? Absolutely. I've been there when he bought like the Star Wars things, at not even at fifty dollars profit, but just on the off chance that the uh, the. Well, he's already mad into Star Wars, though. I do like me Star Wars. I don't know that that was kind of ugly around uh, Phantom Menace, Bobby, when we had to go to Toys R Us once a week to get the new waves and stuff. He sort of had a battle of hot like, set up. You act in like front I of don't still do that. <laughs> well, Beeb, when wait, I, it was Beeb, when hey, I was wait, at we it. went to um, we went to the Toys R Us. The uh, they put the toys out for Phantom Menace at midnight, like at whatever May something or other. And Stevie and I were there in line. I went. I'll admit it. I've, yeah, I, I bought, even bought some stuff. Yeah, I, think I have a funny story about that. When that right when the, the day those came out, the or like you know right after the, the first Phantom Menace toys came out, I bought a few Darth Mauls. And I just put them away, kept them in the containers. And just a few weeks ago, I dug one up that was in still carded in perfect condition. And so I said, oh, wow, I, I forgot I had this. I wonder if it's worth anything. So I looked it up. It's not worth anything. Yeah, it's got no value at all. So I just let my niece have it, and she opened it, and she's played. I had a carded uh, Darth Maul for a while just on the off chance that it would be worth something. That's and, right. I remember uh, you did have that. You had it up at school. Yeah, I eventually just gave it to my nephew. <laughs> I have three. I have three of them. I, I let them have two of them. Well, that's that's the problem is when them. everybody thinks something's going to be worth something, it's not worth anything because everybody's buying it. So Probably. when you have people lining up at you midnight go to back buy the to, Menace toys. If you could go back, you know, 50 years, there's a ton of shit you could buy that would make you so much money now. Yeah, yeah like, you know what uh, I'd go back and buy? Stadium events. Yes. Did you see this, Pete, what I, it sold for? I think that's fucking ridiculous. That NES game for the... $30,000 or whatever? Yeah, so last, well, a couple weeks ago, they had the NES auction with some guy found um, a complete copy, not sealed, version of Stadium Events, which is some super rare NES game, and it sold for, like, $13,000. Well, somebody saw that auction 
and went looking in their basement, apparently. I don't... Who knows if it's a true story or not, but... He has a sealed copy of Stadium Events, and he put it up on eBay, and it sold last night for, I believe, $41,000. So do you think the person who bought it is just a millionaire and $40,000 is nothing? I hope so, because otherwise... <laughs> If that's like if you're just, you know, if you're a millionaire makes. and you're into the cl- having a complete collection, and forty thousand isn't really anything, that's well, the only way to, I can see you'd it. You'd have to have many, many millions of dollars. To, like if I, I'm a pretty big game collector, I guess now, and it, if I won five million dollars in the lottery tomorrow, you still wouldn't I, do that. I still think that'd be crazy. It's a car. That's what a car costs. Yeah. that's low end yeah, Mercedes I mean, territory. If if you have five million dollars, you could drop forty grand on something without it being too much of a problem. Right, a car. Not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's real. I think it because um, there was another auction just before that one, right? And that copy of it went for like thirteen thousand, and then this one sells for forty. No, I, you think people the, bid these up and then just don't pay? Yeah, is that what you're saying? I do. Well, no, that's what the the whole zero feedback thing is about. But they were canning all those bidders from bidding. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, don't they have a whole approval process for bidding on a high ticket item like that? Um, well, I don't think they thought it was going to become this kind of hot ticket item. It was twenty-one thousand for the longest time, and then overnight, the day before, it went up to forty. Even twenty-one thousand is pretty big. It seems like there should be an approval process for having any kind of bid placed. Yeah, there wasn't for this, but I mean, there were you. there were over a hundred bids. Even if the forty-one thousand guy uh, bails on it, that means he's still going to get forty thousand from somebody else. They're supposed to. They're supposed to vet all these bidders. I don't like that word vet. It makes me think of animals. Yeah, or like uh, <laughs> veterans of wars. Vet them. Vet. Well, maybe when you vet someone, you have to, like, they have an interview with both a veterinarian and a veteran. And Whenever someone says they have to vet something, like check <laughs> out his credentials. Okay yeah, if both the yeah. vet, veterinarian and the veteran approve them, then they're okay. Whenever I, th- whenever, I th- whenever someone says they're going to vet something, like approve it or whatever, I always just instantly, I just think of, like, a little... A little uh, fuzzy, yappy dog inside of a little cage with the person carrying it around. That's all I see. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's one of those words that, that that's a work word to me. I have to vet, vet lots of things. Mm-hmm. Vet. I always feel a little dirty when I say it. Hey guys, I just loaded up the war gen. Mm-hmm. There's a quick plug for the war gen. It's still it's back up now after uh, being down for a week or two. Yeah, it was a big week everyone, for everyone wants, everyone wants to use the Warjin, but no one actually wants to go to our site. Other than that, yeah. the The Tapezilla name is all over the Warjin. <laughs> no one cares. Do, I'm not sure that's helped us at all. Well, but, the uh, uh, the Warjin had something on the order of like it's the most popular page on Tapezilla by like twenty thousand times or something. Yeah, <laughs> it had it's it, pretty big. It had over, I think, uh, within the first month or so, um, obviously not uniques, just uh, page refreshes, but like a million. Yeah. I came up with the idea, then Beavendrack did it, well, and then everyone Beef else copied us. helped. And then everyone else Ooh. copied us and started making the same thing. I like how they make the same thing, but it's worse. But people yeah. on uh, that forum fucking love it. They're all, yeah, they all love it, even though they're stealing our idea and not doing it as well. Anyway, I just got one, and I think I might play this game. Uh, it's a Wii game, rated teen, infantry code. I like it's, it. Has a it has a it has a nice snap to it. The name. Yeah. I don't know what it means though. What could that mean? Infantry code. I guess the code by which the infantry lives. Yeah. So like their creed or whatever. Yeah. 
their their Call of Duty. Oh, Infantry Code. It's a cool name. We should make like a. We should make a game where like I say what the game's like, then Beef makes it. Well, was there a uh, was there an actual game called like Code of Honor or something? Maybe. For some reason, when I, when I hear Infantry Code, I think of like you know like a code, like you're going to decode something. I think that's more interesting. That would be Code Infantry. No, Infantry Code, like, like there's infantry and they have to find some code or something. Infantry Code mm. is when um, they all have the sniffles. Where's the Wargen at? It's takezilla.net slash Wargen. Okay. I, I got that. Let's see. All right, Let's I got Infantry Code. Everybody do one. Let's see who gets the best one. Oh, I'm on. trying no to. No refreshies. Hold on. It's taking forever to load the actual... Hey, everybody listening... You play along, too. Tapezilla.net slash wargen. There's no way you beat Infantry Code. That's just too cool. I mean, it's on the Wii. If you get Infantry Code for, like, the PS3, you win. I bet mine has Hitler somewhere in it. <sighs> or Flotilla. Flotilla is money. It sucks. The the page loads, but the actual image won't load for some Yeah, reason. it's taking longer yeah, this time. Yeah, it's a little slow. I'm not sure what's going on. I think whoever coded that's a dipshit. It's the exact <laughs> same code. It's the it's the new server somehow. What it's the be- it's the beaver code. The beaver code. Code of the beaver. If you get code <laughs> of the beaver, you win too. I should have put beaver. Our our name should have been in it. That's our cross sell to TZ. Yep. Hold Come on, on, you only get one. It's still loading. <laughs> I could go back to 1959 and get one of these. Look at that. It went for almost $200,000. Why, why couldn't my grandfather just have gotten one of those in 1959? That reminds me that I've been watching an awful lot of Pawn Stars. I finally saw the episode with the Pac-Man machine, Pete. That was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did look cool. And they got it for like 180 bucks or something. And they fixed it and sold it for 1200 yeah, well, they always say they're going to sell it for that much, but they'll probably take, like, you know, eight or nine. I think those go for, like, eight or nine hundred on eBay, at least. I want it so bad. I was, I always check arcade it's, auctions It's mad here. cool. It's, like, because it's, like, a table and a Pac-Man game is, like, the coolest thing. My could, little, that would be your coffee table, right? Why not? Sure. My my bookmarks bar in Safari up here, it's, like, you know, Gmail, um, like, oh, TZ's actually on there, Amazon, things like that. And then, like, the second half of it are just eBay auctions, like... Consoles, Turbo Graphics, Dreamcast, Sega CD. And one of them's arcade, but it's arcade stuff close to Philly, like so that I could actually get it if I wanted it. Which I yeah. don't have the room for it, but you know, if I did. And I saw a, uh, somebody had a Punch Out machine. Remember the original arcade Punch Out? I remember it, but I never actually played it. It had two screens. There was like a top screen that had all your status stuff, like how beat up your guys and. Oh yeah, that seemed it. like a waste of space to me. Still cool, but anyway, it was like perfect shape, and it went for like five hundred bucks. Would you say that machine was the precursor to Nintendo DS? Because it yes, had two screens, absolutely. <laughs> hey, speaking of, I have a question for you, Beef. Are you there? Yes, Beef. Still trying to get the Wargen to load. Beaver, hello. Bee. Question for you. All right, so I, you know, you sold me your uh, your first gen iPhone. I did. Which I occasionally break out to play uh, n- nothing, really. But just uh, this week, 
something called uh, Transformers G1 Awakenings, I think it's called, or, or Beginnings. I don't know. Transformers G1 mm. is the main part of the title. It's like a strategy game, but it's using the cartoon Transformers models. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The G1 Transformers. The, the only good Transformers. Right. So, uh, it was five bucks, and I don't usually pay more than 99 cents for iPhone games, and even that I've only done twice. But I bought it. Hmm. And, uh, I'll tell you what, it's actually kind of fun. What, here's my problem. What, wait, what is it? What's the game like? Okay, have you played any sort of, uh, turn-based strategy, like a console game, like, uh, um, Shining Force? Mm, uh, no. The Advance Wars games on DS? Nope. Uh, did I say Shining Force? Mm, no. <laughs> I have watched you play small amounts of, uh, uh... Valkyria Chronicles? Valkyria Chronicles, yeah. Uh, it's not so much like that. I'm anyway, lost, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a turn-based strategy game. It's kind of a, a dumbed-down one. But it's got Transformers dudes, and it's an iPhone game, and it was $5, so, you know, I can't complain. Ooh. But how come, like, if, if I was to go out in public, and let's say I'm waiting, um, like, for a table at a restaurant, how come I can pull out my iPhone and play that, and it's not considered dorky? It's like, you know, you have an iPhone, you're playing a game, it's all right. But if I pull out a DS and I'm playing that, waiting for a table, I am considered... The more. That's it. Not just the mock. A mad dork. I've actually thought about that too. I'm. Act- it's like I have some of the portable systems, but I'm just embarrassed to play them in public where people could see. So I just yeah. don't do it. When I got the DS, I was thinking I'd start bringing it to work as like my subway thing. It's too embarrassing. And yeah, I-, I started to do it one day. And I'm like, eh, no, I'll just play Bejeweled on the phone instead. <laughs> but I'm part of the problem because if I see someone playing a DS in public, I think they're a mad dork. Yeah, even I like I have seen some people on the train with the DS, and especially yeah, I think, I think they probably have no friends. Yeah, especially if it's a grown man, <laughs> then I really have some issues with that. But then I feel it guilty make, about it. It doesn't make sense though because the iPhone is just a terrible gaming machine. You have to admit that, Beaver. Uh, I do not admit that. It's terrible. <laughs> some of my Ooh. some of my favorite games, in fact, got my uh, phone. When we talk about tape of the year, the iPhone might come up, but uh, some of my favorite games in recent memory have been on the iPhone. Just just recently, uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Fantastic. Yeah, but that's a better PC game. Wait, so Plants vs. Zombies is on iPhone? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's probably really fun, because that game was fun. On, I played the PC it thing. Is. It is. It's Mad Funsies, but like... Is it is it exactly the same as on PC? I believe it is. It's, fun. it's sort of, you know, tower defense, but it's like all in like little... Con- or rows or whatever. Yeah, all the monsters come straight at you on a From single each, row. Each one's in a different row. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, like, the interface for it is so good on the iPhone that I actually can't imagine that the PC version of it would be better. Do you have to touch the screen with your fat finger? Yep. With your fat beaver finger and put little smears all over it? Yep. Do you ever... Can you, like, take a little s- stylus out and use that instead? Because that would be less smudgy. You can use a stylus, but, uh, in fact, did you, ever, did, did you, you see the story, like, over the last two or three weeks or something where apparently in Korea people are using these little sausages as the uh, stylus for the iPhone. Because mm. it's like super cold or something. So instead of having a bare finger out, they buy these little snack sausages and use that as their 
stylus for the iPhone. It seems like a lot of sausages. <laughs> yeah, little sausages. Look it up. Like actual sausages. They cook them up first. I'll I'll put it in the show notes. No, apparently it's a, just a snack you can buy and. <laughs> I finally got my game to load. This is the first one it was. All right. What is it? Blood. It's actually a good name for a game. Blood Promise Three. Night mm. next to aces. Whatever that means. <laughs> I like Blood oh, Promise. Your subtitle ruined it. I got Valor amongst heroes. No, I win. Infantry Code. Blood Promise 3 is a cool name, though. Yeah, but it, like it was that. ruined with that second part. Night next to aces. Let's just change it. <laughs> Maybe it's a poker game. There's an addictive, there's an addictive thing here. I want you, have to, you have to keep trying yeah. to see what it gives you next. I, I, don't, I don't know why it's so pokey, but I'm pretty sure it's something Dracula did when he set it up on the new server. Oh. Why it's so slow? Yep. Is so it, you're blaming it on Drac. Is I it am. just whoever doesn't show up gets shit on yes. the entire time? Yes, it's yeah. a rule. Okay. I get shit on and I show up every time. <laughs> well, oh, whoever boy. doesn't show up gets shit on the most. All right, so th- this was kind of depressing because I was looking at the show notes and it's been exactly a month since we recorded the last episode. <laughs> we should be doing this every week. It shouldn't be that hard. It also, really shouldn't. Also depressing when I was looking through, uh, I forget what I was looking at, but it was it showed me what episode um, we were on about a year ago at this time. It was like 10 episodes was, ago. <laughs> we did like 15 last year. In the last year. The last 365 days, we did 15. Uh, let's fix that. Let's, just, let's, let's just do one every week. Why not? Drac or no drac, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, whether or not we have drac. Well, no, the, I think the rule should be if three of us are here. And one of them is I, RJ. I don't know. I don't know if we can do a show without RJ. <laughs> one of them's me. I still don't and get that. I want to hear a show it. without me. I just want to see what it's like. It, would, it wouldn't be very. I, 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 I tried that once, and it was <laughs> it would spiral traumatic. out of control quickly. It was a I traumatic experience. People would get angry, and there'd be some yelling, and then someone would leave. I think you're giving me way too much credit, actually. But me and I, Dr- I, me and Drag tried to record a TZ once, and it was really uncomfortable. I just don't get it because everybody but myself and Pete, they know the joy of a fresh TZ, and we don't. I don't know. It, 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 it's kind of fresh. Like if I haven't heard it, <laughs> he forgets what he says. Like yeah, 10 minutes I, after I do. He I, says for, it. Right, I forget so it. It's really only me. He can but. listen to the old episodes all over again in their new no, form. Yeah, you know, you, know, you listen to a show, if, uh, you know, a few days after recording it, and you don't remember every single little thing that happened. He's like a dog. <laughs> you don't remember everything that happened. It's different when you're listening to it than when you're actually doing it. I couldn't, like, write down a synopsis of every episode, but as soon as I started listening to an episode, I'd remember the entire thing. Yeah, you kind of remember what, you know, but not always. Mm. Anyway, B, let me just just summarize this whole G1 Transformers game. Overall, I think it's probably worth five bucks. (laughs) So, one one sentence review it. You know (laughs) I'm going to ask. I think that was. That was. It's worth, it's five worth five bucks. It's worth five bucks. What system is it on? It's Transformers. It's well, like Advance Wars. It might be worth five bucks. What's it on? It's only on iPhone. That's the problem. I don't I, get why no, no one makes a really good Transformers game ever. This is the first G1 game, I think, that's come to the U.S. ever. It makes no sense. Like, There weren't why, any NES games? There was one, but it was in Japan only, and it was horrible. The um, angry video game nerd. Yeah, it wasn't that good. wasn't that good. I just don't understand. Mm. Like, don't they understand that that, um, Voltron, anything like 80, like, um, what's the fucking, Thundercats. Mm-hmm. A, I don't, I never really got into Thundercats based on thing. any of those, Transformers being the, probably the most popular of those, 
would would sell like crazy if it was any good. Well, that's I'm pretty sure that's why they released it on the iPhone because they never did He Man either. Yeah, true, He Man. Mm-hmm. There was a He Man Game Boy remember. Advance game. I remember playing that. No good though. I'd play a He Man beat 'em up. Why doesn't someone take you know Transformers and make a game out of it, but don't base it on some specific movie that's just coming out? Just base it on Transformers. They should make a make, Transformers game. They should make they have a its new own Transformers game, thing. but it's He Man. Actually, that's what the Game Boy Advance one kind of was like. It was like a bad gauntlet, but like, I mean, bad enough that it didn't even feel a whole lot like gauntlet, I guess. But He Man gauntlet mm. would kick ass. Yeah. But there is a new Transformers game coming out that, and I again, why not just base it on the cartoon? But they're going pre-cartoon, like when the Autobots and Decepticons are still on Cybertron. Mm-hmm. And if you go to game trailers, there's a new trailer that came out last week. It looks pretty good. It's sort of Pete would, Pete would like it. It's it's a third-person shooter Wait, where what you can is? transform. It's called um, I don't know the name offhand. Transformers something or other. What's it based on? <laughs> or, is, it based on specific, is it based on some specific Transformers property? Uh, it might be like a comic book or something. But it's Okay, so it's just more general Transformers. Yeah. I like that. That's that's the way to do it. Make a Transformers game, but just do your own thing. Don't base it on some specific yeah. stupid movie that just came out. Well, the thing is, they're not going to transform into cars that you would know. They're transforming Aww. into sort of futuristic spaceships and stuff because it's on their home planet before they ever got to Earth. I don't, I don't like that. I'm but bad. if you watch the trailer, you'll you'll think it's pretty cool. Looking. They they can't transform into cars from Earth because they haven't been to Earth and it's like four million years before. Right. Here's what you do. You make a Transformers game on Earth where they turn into cars and planes and shit. Mm-hmm. You make it a third-person adventure shoot em game mm-hmm. in... S- sort of open world, but sort of not. But you know, sort of a shooter, third person platform, so, that kind of so thing. So Grand Theft Auto Transformers? No, not not Grand Theft Auto. I mean, like, but not Pete, that open. That not the that movie open. Games. The last not two movie open. games are exactly like that. No, I'm saying you know, sort of the same. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm saying base it sort of on the old cartoon, the original cartoon, but not quite. So it's not really anything except its own thing. No, but if I you're want... going to compare it to anything, make it more like the old thing. I want. You know, this gen, like PS3, Transformers, a G1 game that's cell shaded. And I want it sorta of to follow the storyline of the cartoon. What's G one is the new cartoon, right? G one is it's so nerdy it's, to even say that, but it's the the original cartoon that came out in the Oh the original right? cartoon, yeah. okay. I don't know what G one means. Generation. Right. Oh, generation one. Okay, I get but this you. Okay. this Transformers game for the iPhone is actually called Transformers G One. You just said like, they turn into rope or they turn into spaceships and shit. No, no, no. That's the new 360 game. Okay, okay, gotcha. But the cool thing is that it's called. Uh, it says in the trailer for that, like this is the beginning. So maybe the sequel would be cartoonish, cartoon age. I don't know. But hmm. It looks kind of cool. It's like it looks like Gears of War Transformers. Could be interesting. Keep an eye oh, on that the, one. Oh, and the Wii version. Is I actually, like... I, you, with when it comes <laughs> to the 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 the, uh, the Transformers movie game, the last one, I played the demo. So there's sort of glimmers of hope in it, but it's just not good enough. But someone could sort of go that direction, but just do it way better. That wouldn't be that bad. And just don't base it on the stupid movie. I don't want that <laughs> stupid kid Elijah Dushku, whatever his name is, <laughs> whatever his fucking name is. I don't want him talking to me. I don't oh, want the people from the movie in the that's game. So wrong. Um, <laughs> Shia Dushku <laughs> Shania, what's his name? I don't, sh- oh, Shia LaBeouf Yeah No one has a normal name So if, if she married him, she'd be Elijah uh, 
Eliza LaBeouf. Douche. Eliza LaBeouf. Douche coup. Yeah. That's why no one's going to marry him. They, want, they don't want to be LaBeouf. <laughs> they just look at the last name and go, I don't care that you're a movie star. You got the whole LaBeouf thing going for you. I don't get it because, like, I guess star quality just doesn't have to do with being mad good looking because there's, there's plenty of better looking male models and stuff than him, but he's like a big star. I don't know. I guess there, there's some kind of star, elusive star quality it takes to get into show business, right? right it's Pete? weird. He should be the, like the buddy in all the Yeah, yeah he, all, that's, like that. he played the same character in so many movies, just the buddy, the sidekick, over and over and over until he suddenly started getting his own things. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was the sidekick in Constantine, in iRobot, in Mad Stuff. But he was actually funny in Even Stevens, I got to say. I anyway, really back to Transformers to. quick. To end this this segment, uh, the Wii version of the the upcoming Transformers game that's based on the stuff on Cybertron is being developed by the guys who did Punch Out for the Wii. Hmm. But who knows? Does it have Soundwave in it? Of course. It actually you have to watch the trailer on Game Trailers. It's got uh, it's got sound Soundwave looking uh, like like he should. Yeah, Soundwave is my dog. Yeah. Anyway, he played sort of that type of character in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Then he played the sidekick in <laughs> iRobot. Then he played the sidekick in Constantine. Soundwave was in Constantine. And then he played. <laughs> now I'm picturing Soundwave in all of the movies that Shia LaBeouf is in. Then he played the sidekick in Indiana Jones. And some of these other movies, I think he was a sidekick too, but I'm not sure because I never saw him. Like, what is the greatest game ever played? No, he's the. The star of that. It's a golf game oh. from Disney. What is a, a guide to recognizing movie. your saints? I don't know. What is Bobby? The I don't movie know. called Bobby. Okay. What's Disturbia? I actually saw that. That wasn't bad. But he's the star. Wait, of that was he too. a sidekick? Oh yeah. shit! That was so he's only the, he's movie. only been the sidekick like three times then. Yeah, that was his breakout movie. After that, he got like Transformers and shit. Mm-hmm. He sort of played the Shia LaBeouf role in Holes, I think. <laughs> is that a porno? <laughs> no, it's not a porno. It's just called Holes. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the Shia LaBeouf role in some of these movies. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> oh, Shia, you're LaBeouf. I just like that. If you watch iRobot and Constantine, he's the exact same character yeah. in both of them. Well, it, him and Michael Sarah, uh, all they do is play like one character. That kid is annoying. Michael Sarah, I liked him in um, Shit Kickers or whatever that movie. Oh, it's super bad. Super bad. He, I liked him in that. Yeah. <laughs> What's Surfs Up? Oh, it's a cartoon. Okay. All right. Enough. Enough. Shia I'm, LaBeouf. I'm bored of Shia LaBeouf. All right. So we didn't do a show for like a month. And uh, Beav, I know you're playing lots of lots of Mario games. I played so Mad Mario games. Of the two, let's let's just start with this. New Super Mario Brothers Wii, Super Mario Galaxy. What's your favorite? New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Hands yeah, down. I, get it. I have to agree. Hmm. Are you actually 100%ed both of them within uh, like a week? Well, I didn't... Well, I, I had my old Galaxy game. I got Galaxy the night it came out and then played most of it and then stopped. And I thought Did you I'd finish actually, it? Well, I thought <clears throat> I had beaten it, but apparently I hadn't beaten it because when I started playing just like two weeks ago again, um, I beat it then. So... Hmm. Who knows? But then I went back and did all the uh, all the other stars and all the the purple coins and all that stuff. But, so uh, you like before you hadn't gotten to the point where the stars 
are counting down. I forget. Like you, it, like the the girl on the, the floating island thing. Mm-hmm. At first, are you counting? towards how many stars you need and then it counts it, down no it, it the... always counts down right I no remember. I don't I think remember. like it switches when you beat the game and then it's like how many more you need to yeah I think 100% you're right. I think you're right I think it has the counter and then you beat the game and it says oh by the way there are 20 more stars left or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh I got all the stars for Mario and it, spoiler alert I didn't uh do any of the Luigi stuff yet I thought the fact that there was that you had to play through the game without getting everything was like your huge problem with games. Uh, it is. That's why I get OCD about games like that. And so you actually didn't like it. No, because I finished it. So I got all of the stars you can get as Mario, but in order to get the, they do this lame thing where you can get 120 stars as Mario, and then after you get all 120 stars, you can play as Luigi. And then you have to play through the entire fucking game again to get 120 stars as Luigi. And then you get one more star after you've finished all 240 other stars. So no, no Nintendo, I will not play through the entire game again. That's silly. Oh, I draw the line somewhere. A game like Mass Effect 2 would drive you nuts because there's different endings and the, your, your decisions make big changes in how the game goes. Yeah, it, it actually comes into my decision-making about whether or not I'm going to play a game. So Why not just play it and say, okay, this is the only way it's going to be and I'm just going to play it my way? I can't do it. I actually still... I get these pangs sometime that, that I didn't finish... Uh, I didn't find all the pigeons in Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> now, are you allowed to look them up pigeons. or do you have to do it yourself? Well, I, I cheated a little bit on uh, both... New Super Mario Brothers Wii and Galaxy. I had oh, a couple of. How dare but you. there's there's stuff in Mass Effect games, both games, where you have to choose between two different things, like letting choosing which which of your party mates lives or something. Big decisions that mm-hmm. completely change the game. Couldn't and you do have it. to make the decision? You you can't. It's like Sophie's Choice. There's some Sophie's Choice stuff in Mass in both Mass Effect yeah. games. No, I See, I couldn't do it. I don't like that stuff either. But you I, have to I, choose. I can still play the game. You have to choose. I I just. If I know there's something like that in a game, it'll be one of the things I consider when I'm either going to buy the game or, you know. All right, what about this, Stevie? Something like, uh, something I've been playing quite a bit of, uh, Dragon Age. When you sort of spec your character out and you can choose um, Rogue versus Warrior, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get halfway through and you're like, oh man, I really wish I had seen all the stuff that Warrior has, but I picked Rogue. Mm-hmm. You freak out about that? Um, it would what about bother where me. You put what about where you put your points? Like, you put a bunch of stuff in strength, and then you're like, oh shit, I should have put it in dexterity. Only if there's stuff that, like, I can't, it's impossible to get because of that decision. Every game has decisions you have to make, pretty I can't think of any games that don't. Like the Mario game that, uh... So there's old school NES Mario is the only game you'll play? No, like, <laughs> the most new games don't do that. You just said the new Mario game made you play through it twice. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as, like, if I had to yeah, spec out choice. Mario before I started the game, and, you know, halfway through, like, at, at 80 stars, I discovered, oh, I should have given Mario firepower instead of ice, then I then it would piss me off, and I wouldn't like the game as much. So in the first Mass Effect, towards the end, in I the first uh, game, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, you I, never played the first one, you said you're never going to play it. Why would I buy the second one if I wasn't going to play the first one? You said you're never going to play the first one. You no, said I didn't. That. I said it bored me the last time I went to play it, but I'm still <laughs> going to play it at some point. It's a Bioware game. I like Bioware. You have to choose who lives in that game. And then, the, then when you, if you load your pre-existing character when you play the second game, that decision stands. Oh, weird. 
there's a lot of that. Like, there's it grabs if you play if you load up an existing character when you start your Mass Effect two game, you load up your Mass Effect one character. There's mad references to the first game if you do that. It's actually worth doing. Hmm. But you can still make your dude a chick. Yeah, Stupid. you can be a chick or a dude. No, you can't change the gender if you load your character. No, you, you can't can. change I'm your character's sure you gender. Can. No. You can't load your character, then change the gender after you load them. That's the thing that I heard. I don't remember being able to do that. Well, you always pick chicks anyway, so it wouldn't be a decision for you. I'm just saying, it, the game has lots of references to stuff I did in the first game, and there's also you, there's also content that will never come up if you didn't do something in the first game. See, I, probably I drive extra crazy. don't like that. It's Beef not like big stuff, it's like side stuff. Yeah, I, I, I could see Beeve just having a breakdown playing uh, yeah. Heavy Rain. Nope. Uh, I don't know what to do. What should I say now? I just quit. I think I just stopped playing. <laughs> well, there's parts where if you don't, like, even in the demo, um, when you're using Shelby and you're talking to the the one woman whose son was murdered. Ooh! Spoilers! spoilers! <laughs> like the fucking first scene in the game. And, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's not a spoiler at all. Um, like, depending upon what you say to her, you might not get certain information out of her, and you'll never find that information out. <laughs> it just, it game overs right on the first screen. <laughs> well, no, like, you can piss her off, like, right at the beginning, and she won't even talk to you. And there's no way to go back without reloading to get her to talk to you. I don't care for that. I don't care for you. Anyway, back to Mario. Yep. So, I actually started playing the Mario games again. Well, I finished New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Because I, I had to quick play that for the uh, tape of the year show we still haven't done. Um, hey, I'm glad that we've waited, actually, because I've played through Assassin's Creed 2, and also I, I've gotten very far into Dragon's, I, Dragon Age. I'm very Age. glad. My, my, uh, I also got the chance to play some Infamous, which I liked a lot. See? Yeah, my, my list has changed in the last, like, two months, so... RJ, RJ. I'm glad we waited. I have Assassin's Creed 2 out right now. I haven't played it yet. Is that, nice. is that a good game? I'll talk about that in a minute once Beef's done with is, the... is, Should I ever play it? I, I got some AC2 stuff to talk about. Should I play it? Should I load it up? Yes. Should I play it right now? <laughs> Maybe in like a <laughs> half hour. <laughs> right. So what crossed my mind after I started playing the Marios were, was that I, I never played uh, Super Mario World 2. I never played the Yoshi's Island. Uh. I, was, that, I never played it on Super Nintendo, but I got the Game Boy Advance one when it came out. I, I played through it back on old school Super Nintendo, and it's a pretty good game, but it always bothered me because it kind of departed too much from Mario. Well, the art pissed me off, the, the art style. Yeah, the style. It's too much of a departure. Well, that's why I didn't think it was like in the canon. I thought it was like a, a offshoot. See, but they it's fuck a, you over by saying Super Mario World 2. Yeah, they confused a, me. It's a big departure from the look of the previous games, you know? So, does it departure. play like Super Mario World? Is it is it worth playing? Yeah, no, it's really good. It's just... And I actually, the art style holds up really well today. It's got a very pastel look to it. Like, yeah. just silly crayons and stuff. But it, like it crayons holds up. Like, if you compare that to... That came out in 95. Mm -hmm. Compare that to PlayStation 1 games that came out in 95. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, listen. It's just a general thing. <laughs> old old oh, games... Yeah, yeah. Old games that have just a 2D sprites hand drawn look hold up very well in general. Yeah, but this 3D, is one of, old 3D games this do is not. Probably one of the better looking ones. So it's. There's, and, I'm and sure there's anything that's sprite based hand drawn stuff on PlayStation One probably looks great now. Like for example, Symphony, uh, Symphony of, the of the Night. Symphony of the Night looks pretty good still. It looks pretty good, but it doesn't look fantastic. I I still want an HD remake of that. Like Super Metroid holds up great. 
Super Metroid holds up fantastically. Star Fox does not. Yeah, Star Fox is pretty bad now. Star Fox, at the time, Star Fox was pretty impressive, but now, because it was a gimmick, but now it doesn't, whoa. Somehow, SNL gone behind me. Some chick just came out, and I'm trying to figure out who it is. Jennifer Lopez. Is that Jennifer Lopez? She does, she looks like Mad Finn. It is Jennifer Lopez. She looks pretty good. I have to admit. I didn't even think it was her at first, because she looked thin. Anyway, the, uh... You know the Mario Marathon that they do, like, over the summer? Mm-hmm. The guys play through for Child's Play Charity? Um, they don't even play Yoshi's Island. They don't consider it a Mario game. They don't consider game. it a true Mario game. But, yeah, again, I don't they, either. they screw you over by saying Mario World 2. Yeah. So you almost have to play it. But it, it's it's a decent They game. got away from that when they made Yoshi's Story. Did they call that one Mario World 2? <laughs> no. Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Story wasn't that bad. It was just, like, a two-hour game. And then they made Yoshi's Cookie. That had nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's the dirtiest <laughs> name ever. <laughs> it's like a puzzle game or something. It's like Tetris yeah. with Yoshis instead of blocks or something. Speaking of, I, <laughs> I forget even why this came up. I think we're talking about Tetris for some reason. And uh, I told my girlfriend that a game existed called Hattress, and she didn't believe me. Oh, yeah. So then I had to show it to her on YouTube. That is a That just looks terrible. It does I never played terrible. it. I never played it back then, but... I like that she's so, she's she's very paranoid with about things you tell her. She just uh, she's, she's not very <laughs> trusting. Lying. She just, just most girlfriends would be like, oh, there was a game called Hatchers. All right, but she's like, no, I don't buy it. You got to prove you got to prove everything you say to her. That's how ridiculous it is, though. <laughs> a game called Hatchers even existed. <laughs> You're making that up, like Doctor Luigi. Is it like a? Is it like just like Tetris? No, it's terrible. Just look it up on YouTube. It, too bad to even talk about. Hmm. Of course, I'm saying this having never played it, just watching a YouTube video. So the main association with me for Tetris is the NES version that had colors, and playing that at some friend's house. It was at some kind of birthday party or something, and then there was a food fight where like we turned tables over and threw food at each other and everything, and like we, everyone got in really big trouble, and it was like it, it became very uncomfortable with the amount of trouble everyone got in. Mm. And that's, that's the associ- association I always have with Tetris. When I think of Tetris, I'm always thinking of uh, Game Boy Tetris. Yeah, me too. Game Mainly, Boy but... Tetris, and uh, I remember renting Tengen Tetris in the black cart. Oh, you should have kept it. Yeah. You know like when you're a kid and you, and you do something that's fun and it gets out of hand and everyone gets in lots of trouble or something and it kind of gets awkward? It's like uncomfortable? That's, I, that's, I that's what I associate with Tetris. <laughs> So you can never play it again. <laughs> yeah. Actually, think Tetris, about adults getting really mad at kids. Tetris is one of those games that I think I played enough as a kid. Like, I I really don't ever want to play that again. Yeah, I do like the music, though. The, the music and the, uh, the weird noise it made when you got a Tetris. That was my first game on the Game Boy, I think. It's because it came with everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Unless you got a, like, a second-hand Game Boy from somewhere. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not true. My folks gave me the Game Boy, and then they well, gave you don't me know. I mean, present. only the first, only the first generation ever of Game Boy came with the game. L- later, they started not coming with any game. Yeah, because everything went in that direction. You're our age almost, so you probably got it pretty early on. Uh, no, I mean, you know, maybe I didn't get it until I was like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how no. old I was. I got it soon after it came out. I don't know. I still have my gray one somewhere. We used to go camping a lot. 
and I had I always brought the Game Boy for Tetris. I don't know. I don't. I, I tried playing one of the old original ones, like within within the last year or so, just to see if it worked, and it did work. I don't know how we ever dealt with that because it's so hard to see the fucking screen. But what's more, I don't even know how anyone dealt with playing the original Game Boy Advance because the original Game Boy Advance, you just couldn't see the screen. You just couldn't see it. I don't remember I, having I mean, any trouble with the Game Boy Advance. The first Game Boy Advance, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's not that it's hard to see or there's any some issue. You actually can't see this anything on the fucking screen. It's There's no way to, to comfortably see the whole screen at once under almost any lighting condition. It's, just, well, you need it's a decent, absurd. You need a decent light source. I remember always playing that. I, I tried playing it everywhere. I tried playing it in the bathroom, which has the softest light in the, in the house, and it still is almost impossible to fucking see anything. It's so uncomfortable. Such a bad, bad thing. I was going through so my uh, my boxes of stuff because when I saw the uh, when I got the DS, I remembered I had some Game Boy Advance games, and I went to get Choo Choo Rocket out. And I have the box. I have no idea where the game is. Oh, that happened to me recently, but it, it it's sadder than that. I saw on eBay a copy of Tactics Ogre for mm-hmm. the PlayStation One. Went like it didn't even sell, but sealed. It was up to like 140 bucks, and the reserve wasn't met. And I'm like, "Fuck, I have Tactics Ogre," and it might even be sealed because I like I don't remember ever playing it, but I remember getting it for like 10 bucks at Toys R Us. So I went and found it, I dug it out, and uh, I found it. I'm like, "Oh, it's not sealed." And then I open it up, and the disc isn't inside. Uh, you fucker! Yeah, money gone. And I remember I, then it came to me that I did play it once for like 10 minutes. So that 10-minute play session cost me hundreds of dollars. <laughs> was it worth it? Yeah, it was great. Uh, Airzonk. Airzonk. <laughs> no. Airzonk. Airzonk goes for more money than it should on eBay, by the way. I know all these things. It's the most absurd fucking game ever. He just happens to know what Airzonk goes for. I do. Days. I told you what my bookmarks was TurboGrafx-16 games. It's fucking weird. Airzonk. Airzonk was like my first taste of sort of eccentric game making I guess should we use your air zonk as our new bleep air zonk okay. <laughs> it's just too I would but it's just too much work I'll do it whatever I'm, I think I'm editing this one anyway so. there's nothing to beep except all the times I said the maw <laughs> and, and just now yeah, yeah. I always wanted a, a tur- I never had a turbo graphics but I wanted one for uh, I remember renting it to play um, devil's crush and uh, darkwing duck Oh, Darkwing Duck is so bad on there. about uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, well, should, I, should I even bother fucking playing it? Should I even bother? As somebody who was just playing it this morning and I started playing it in, like, December, uh, yes, mm-hmm. you should. Let's just, say, let's just say, for the sake of discussion, that I'm a guy who played the first game and kind of didn't like it that much. Just for the sake of discussion, let's say that. Should I still play it? Yes. 
because it's completely it's not different but it's improved in almost every aspect let's say I'm a guy who uh, just doesn't like any game should I play it yeah it's that good alright all right. this will be the one game you like <laughs> there is there's just so much shit to do in that game and I got the two uh, DLCs the the first one you can probably skip it if anybody out there is listening was was wondering it's four bucks and it's maybe 40 minutes and it's not even a good 40 minutes game it's like, I don't know. Um, it it kind of feels like a chore. So at four bucks for forty minutes, would you call it a better or worse value than the POP epilogue? Oh, the epilogue's way better than that. Wow, that's pretty bad. Like the fir- no, the first one's terrible, but the second DLC piece that came out uh, was actually really good, and it was the same four bucks. So. So do you think uh, the old Ubi boys learned from two back to back? DLC no, flops I th- that... No, I think they're just kind of jerking us around. Because they had these two planned the whole time. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. In the story, there's 14... Um, I forget what they're called. Memory sequences. Essentially chapters in the game. And oh, yeah, and one's get, missing, right? Two are missing. When you get to... Uh, when you beat 11, she goes, Oh, we can't quite access 12, and 13 is all screwy, too. Uh, we're just going to send you to 14. We'll if, let you buy those other ones later. She says it. <laughs> <laughs> those are going to be $8. So uh, a couple months later, then they came out with 12 and 13. And 12 is terrible. Unless you are like Beeve and you need to finish the whole story, don't get uh, 12. It's just not worth it. And they, they sort of summarize 12 at the beginning of 13 anyway. Well, um, but 13 is decent. And it, it's probably two to three hours long if you do everything. So Everything, including all the feathers? Oh, there's not new feathers. That's all with the original game. Okay. The whole game's probably 40 hours long. In any game that... 40 hours for the game? I'm 37 you hours in. And I, really? That's I a huge do, game. I, I mean, isn't do, there problems with repetition? New Super Mario Brothers took me 32 hours. Just to play it once? Yeah. To get everything, yeah. Why? It's long. Because that's how long it takes. Hmm. To actually play through the game, it's maybe like seven hours. But to get everything, you what have to keep replaying the What about just a regular playthrough of Assassin's Creed 2? Like a normal person, what's that going to take? I think a normal person would want to do a lot of the side stuff. Sorry. So if you do all the side stuff, it takes 40 hours. But if you don't, then it takes less. All right, so I screwed around Three a Three hours if you don't do the side stuff. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy who loves to like mess around with corpses in any game that lets you do oh, it. I get a, and that's oh. a game that lets you. So I probably He's got a, a story for you. I get, well, no, I have a picture I can upload because I took a picture of it. From the DLC, there's way more, in the second DLC. There are just way more um, like guards around, and you can get a huge group following you. And after this one mission, I had a giant group, and I just walked up uh, or climbed up to the top of this one area, and they would follow me, and then I just push them off and push them off and push them off. They let, they let you all, they let you push them all off, and they just stood there. Well, no. Then I went down and um, I kind of moved some of the bodies into position, so it's just one huge pile. So I'll, I'll put that picture up for the, the show notes. Um, but overall, if you do everything, you're probably looking at... And, well, if you don't screw around, but you do all the side stuff, it's probably over 40 hours, yeah. Because I only did... I got half the feathers, um, which is 50 out of 100. The rest of those would probably take me another five to six hours, I guess. Are, are the feathers in stupid places? Um, they're just kind of at... You know, they're, they're not in the usual spot. You won't stumble upon a ton of them. Um, you'll usually have to 
climb up to the top of a building and then look kind of off the side. Uh, one will be hanging there. Uh, but you can actually look in the menus, and it tells you how many you're missing in each district. Okay, so they're that's not, nice. So they're not totally out there. Yeah, it's not like there's 100 and you just go find them. Yeah, because the, that's what GTA did, and that, that kind of pissed me off. Yeah, and you can, if you're fairly close to it and you're looking at it, you can see it's sparkling. It's not like the pigeons or the, like the, in Fable 2, those, uh, I forget what they were, but there was something hidden in Fable 2, and you could only find out where they were if you got close and you listened closely, because they're, they yeah. taunted you. Yeah, there's a pigeon in GTA that you can, you never ever see. The only way to get it is to know it's there and throw like a hand grenade or a rocket or something in the general vicinity of it to kill it. Yeah, it's the same true. thing. Like, if you get close, you can hear it coo. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. Dumb. Dumb stuff. Yeah, but uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is awesome. If you get past the first... It does start slow. I'd say the first hour is kind of slow. The problem with the first game was the the missions were just so repetitive and formulaic. They didn't... They they just felt... I don't know. It just, it, it just, it just all, you know... I think if you give this one a chance, you'll like it. But you have right. to get past the first hour, because the first hour, right. before he actually becomes an assassin, is a little slow. Kind of boring. Um, I only gave it a chance because I watched my girlfriend play through that part, and then I saw her mm-hmm. become an assassin. I'm like, oh, it gets cool. So I kind of made my way through the first part, knowing that the second part was way cooler. And you could actually probably get it on Gamefly now. It sounds like it. Pete got it. Operation Soldier. Hero Assault. <laughs> so it's pretty good. While it's we're talking there. about sequels, uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two is coming out, huh? Isn't that weird that it's coming out in May? Yeah, that means I hope uh, it means Nintendo has something huge planned for the end of the year. Did Nintendo not... do the thing where they just sort of revealed the game not long before it came out? No, no. they revealed it at E three last year, but yeah. they didn't okay. say anything about a date. They just said this year sometime, and then out of nowhere, it's like, hey, it's coming in three months. So that was I, like it when, I like it when they do the thing where they reveal a game for the first time and it's coming out soon. That yeah, like never that almost never happens. Yeah, like it happens for DLC stuff or you know uh, WiiWare things. But they should do that more. Did anybody play yeah. the Blaster Master game? No. Like, like if they just said, okay, um, oh by the way, the next Zelda game for Wii is coming out next week. There'd be riots. It'd be great. <laughs> well, I think that's what they're doing with uh, releasing Mario Galaxy in May is they're clearing out space at the end of the year for Zelda. Yeah, they have to. I don't know what else it could be. If it's like Wii Music 2, they're screwed. But Galaxy has Yoshi back. I like that. Yeah, well, okay, so I like Galaxy a lot. And I got I did finish it, but I got, um, I think, like 80 stars maybe, maybe 90. Mm-hmm. Um. That trailer even looks like it's kind of overwhelming, even for me. And I beat the first game. There's like way too much going on in that trailer for Mario Two. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of that um, new stuff for Other M? I no, I didn't. I heard there was only images, so I didn't bother. They showed they had. I, I saw some new interviews and stuff up on uh, what's it called? Game trailers. And apparently, it's a game that does. It does have you know old school exploration and stuff like the original games apparently so that does sound really good it's it's what I've always been wanting someone to do <laughs> oh no lordy <laughs> in regards to other M it's an old school Metroid game with exploration and shit it's not just like a Ninja Gaiden thing well isn't it like so. fakey 3D 
it like it plays on a 2D plane, but everything's actually it's not 2.5D. It's like the uh, Street Fighter 4 concept of 3D, right? I'm still not sure what the concept is. I just know it has exploration. So and and it has like they showed a really evocative clip on there. You know, well actually that's always uh, it's always been there. Actually, the, the the part where it shows the mother brain from Super Metroid with the body. Spoilers. That's, <laughs> Super Metroid spoilers. That's no the part where it shows mother brain from Super Metroid where it has the full body and the weird head. That was like really evocative for me. It it uh, affected me. I was affected with an A because I was like, oh, that's 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 uh. Know, was affected nostalgic. with an A, like your word of the day calendar page today? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, 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 no. I've, I've, been, I've been real into affected with an A for years. I've always, <laughs> like if someone says affected with an A and they spell it right, I'm always like, nice. I have, I have never <laughs> heard you say the phrase affected with an A. Yeah, but you've used well, it like I just 20 started, times a show. I just started doing that today. I'm saying I've always been kind of into that word, though. That's, like, if someone if someone writes affected with an A correctly, I'm always like, nice. It's that's true, me I, with, uh, with semicolons. See, I'm, I'm the same way with affected. If I see it the right way, I'm like, nice. <laughs> Actually, I'm not the only one. Well, but I'm then when I see it see. And it's incorrect, I'm like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't make me as mad as, like, they're messing that up. No, that's the worst. You you could slip in a misuse of affected without you could yeah. slip it under the radar with most people. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen anything for other M besides what I saw at E three the the trailer thing. Um, it looks mad cool, but it's weird because that's coming out in like June. It looks mad cool, but it has the same problem that some of the other recent Metroid games has in that it has too much like characters and story and dialogue and talking and it's yeah. just weird that does that, that that takes you out of the metroid feel i don't want dialogue i don't want to know anything about samus i just want to explore did yeah. you play the old school metroid games beef i did I okay pretty... so you, you get it super, RJ's the super one who doesn't metroid get it. is like still one of my top 10 games uh, rj still refuses to play that Why? <laughs> i bought it on virtual console and i own this yeah you time. bought it but it doesn't mean you're gonna play it you've never played through it not all the way no oh, i've, I've really started should. it about five times but so great. I think it's currently sitting at like number eight of my uh, top ten. I games. actually had the, the quintessential early childhood NES experience where like two of our biggest games were The Legend of Zelda, the first one, and Metroid, the first one. Those were our two biggest games for the longest time when we were little kids. So that's the quintessential, you know, Nintendo experience, and we had that. That's what's going to be crazy if Zelda does come out this year. You get a new Mario, Metroid, Mario, and Metroid Zelda in the same Zelda. year. Yeah, they keep making them, but they never really, I don't know. For the people who are nostalgic, they never quite deliver. If if New Super Mario Bros. Wii is an idea of what we might be able to expect from other M and a new Zelda, then I'm hopeful. Oh, new Zelda is going to be exactly like Zelda Wii. That's my prediction. The first Zelda Wii. It's just going to be the same thing, but look slightly different. I did not play it. It has to look a little better because the original Zelda was a GameCube game. Oh, I think it'll look a little better. I think it'll look slightly different, too, because some of the, like, the NPCs in that game were fucking ugly. I actually, you know, I actually thought that the Twilight Princess, I thought the game had, a, like, kind of a really interesting style and, and, and uh, a storytelling style that was a little bit more, more mature than you might think. It, it was a little bit more, you know, it was a little bit more advanced than you might think of when you think of Nintendo. I thought it was interesting, but I had a lot of trouble. You know, I, I did have some trouble with the very dated graphics on it. See, my problem's not with the graphics, it's just and the, the, the Wiimote design. being so stupid. 
I, I don't even care about that stuff. Again, I did tell you a few months ago that I, w- I would rather just use a regular controller for it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The Wiimote was so awful in that game. No, it wasn't so awful. I would just rather use a regular controller. It was so bad. It was a gimmick. If, if, if it's not producing something better than the regular controller, it's a gimmick. Well, get ready because the next one's using Motion Plus. It's just awful. I don't want to move my fucking hands around. I just want to play. That was something that did annoy me about uh, the playthrough of, of Galaxy again was... Most of the time, the control was fine, but the few motion motion controls there are, I really like aiming didn't like. that star shooter thing. Well, aiming the star shooter wasn't so bad, but like in, integral things like being able to do your spin. You shake it with the spin. You yeah. shake the thing. I, I missed a couple jumps because I shook it, but I apparently didn't shake it hard enough, or I didn't shake it the right way. Well, the shakes. There's some of that stuff in, in Heavy Rain too. It's if, not all button presses. Some yeah. of it's moving the six axis, like the controller around. If, yeah. if that was a button press, I wouldn't have missed that jump. So yeah. that, that stuff annoys me. Why did everyone have to get so into this motion stuff? I just don't like it. I don't like any of it. I, I flatly across the board do not like motion stuff on my <laughs> well, controllers. When, um, when Flow was on sale for free. Um, I, haven't, I haven't played that yet. I well, installed it. But... I, I got it and I played through like the first creature you play as. And uh, it's 100% six axis. You can't Yeah, well that's what Flower is too. Yeah, can't do it. I refuse that's, to that's do it. That's why I'm into 360. 360 doesn't make me move my controller like a fucking... The maw! No, I, I actually would have liked Flow. I probably would have played Flow for a couple hours straight if it let me use the just the regular thumbsticks. But did you it, did you play Flower at all? No. It's the same guys, and they, it's the same thing. You yeah. just move the controller around. No. Don't care for it. I think it's just because the 6-axis is so poorly done. And like, every, every time it's used. Flower, it's, it's okay. But even in heavy rain, like it just doesn't detect certain things. I don't hmm. know. Hmm. Stupid. Hmm. I just I hate the Wiimote. I hate it. We've done this, Pete. We, we know you don't like it. it. I hate it. I hate it. You know what I don't hate? What's that? Bad Company Two. Are you actually getting that this the, week? I yeah. played the demo and I wasn't too impressed. It's like it wants to be Call of Duty, but it's not. It's because you're already brainwashed by uh, Modern Warfare. Or, uh, yeah. I had some issues with it. Like, it's just, see, it, after playing so much Call of Duty, the, ba- the Bad Company thing, it just, everything feels so sluggish and slow. Because Call of Duty is noted for being so fluid. Yeah, but it's unrealistically fluid. I don't care if it's realistic or not. It's easier to play. I'm just saying it's a different take on it, and... Modern Warfare also doesn't have any sort of you know, vehicle combat or anything. Yeah, the Bad Company too. I was just always dying because I had no idea where anyone is, and just it just I was just it just so uncomfortable trying so, to play that game. So you don't like it because it's it's different and you're not good at it. Yeah, and I got in the tank and then the tank blows up. I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get it. I, everything should be easy <laughs> for just me. It should just do stuff game. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I'm. Uh, I haven't pre-ordered it because. I keep hoping that Steam will have a four pack, but uh, I'm I'm not sure I'll be able to resist come Tuesday. Well, you come. You're probably gonna. You can't, uh, can't resist come, <laughs> but only on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on Tuesdays you can't resist yeah, it. That's I actually call it come Tuesday. <laughs> so come Tuesday you'll be playing the game. You think? Right. No, he'll he'll be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'll be, doing, he'll be doing other stuff too. Uh, Dead horse. I'm a big fan of the battlefields. Everyone knows this. I just don't understand why this one is suddenly 
uh, such a big deal. Battlefield well, Bad Company 1, nobody gave a shit. I think it's because Bad Company 1 was terrible. <laughs> exactly. That, so everyone <laughs> wants to see the sequel. Of In the fact, that was I was bad. looking back at our old show notes that we keep, and for like episode 5, we ha- I had written down, Battlefield Bad Company, why does this exist? <laughs> well, exactly. they took a multiplayer franchise that was it was entirely focused on multiplayer. And then, I mean, they all the bad Battlefield games did have a single-player component, but it was basically you played against 31 bots or something. You know, it was it was just the multiplayer it's the same maps. same game, yeah. Um, so someone's bright idea, and, you know, I, I guess it was a good idea for them to try it just to see what happens if you take a multiplayer thing and make it single-player because Call of Duty was doing well and uh, Medal of Honor was doing well, so... You know, I see why they tried it, but it failed horribly. So I'm glad they went back and uh, I'm kind of looking at this as Battlefield two and a half. You know, I think but they're why not call some it stuff out? Why not call it Battlefield three? Why are they using the bad company name still? Because there's still going to be be a significant single player component, and I don't think it's polished enough to be Battlefield three. That I think they're being really careful with the IP. So if they call this bad company, that gives them license to try some stuff out and, you know, fail at some things. Whereas if this was Battlefield 3 and it wasn't 100%, you'd lose a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It's an insurance thing. Well, I think it's hitting at the right time because you're having people sort of, uh, until the the map pack comes out probably, they're sort of getting tired of Modern Warfare 2 Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, the timing's really good. Yeah, I I think this is going to sell like crazy. Even though I it's called so. Bad Company 2. I'm a big fan of Dice. I, mean, I guess I hope it does well. I, I, I'll probably check out the PC version at some point when it it's a well, Steam sale or something. I hope it's good because I don't want to spend $50 on a bad game. Mm-hmm. And I also hope it's good because I haven't played any shooters recently. I mean, we got Left, for, Left 5 Dead, but we didn't really play it. So yeah, We played it one time. Yeah, I, I'm really into Modern Warfare, and, and me and Drek play that. Modern Warfare <laughs> you play it one is time trash. today. Me, me and Drek have played Modern Warfare two several times recently. It makes no sense. I was home three different days this week, and you, you never told me. Never you just to never Modern even Warfare. you never even exist. Not sure. <laughs> you don't materialize, and you later you're like, yo, I was home all day. Well, I used that time on Friday to play through the Prince of Persia epilogue finally. Ooh. And I I dinner for one it. Everyone dinnered for one it cuz it was like an hour and a half long. It's closer to 2 if you add in my lunch. <sighs> Is this the one that Beef hated? I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Why does Pete yawn every time it's something that he hasn't played? I that was a real yawn. I wasn't thinking about it. But I yeah. like I like Ubisoft. I like Prince of Persia, the new one. I hate the epilogue. Actually, Ubisoft PR was... They were kind of dicks to us at E3, so I'm not a huge fan right now. Oh. Um, I don't know. The, the Prince of Persia epilogue... I, I just don't see all the hate. I, I Maybe it's because I haven't played the game in a full year. And I just mm-hmm. went into it like, hey, fresh content for this see, game I used to like. I, I hate it because I played it as soon as it was released... And I had just finished, like, I didn't play uh, Prince of Persia 2008 when it first came out. I waited a couple months. So I played it pretty close to when the epilogue came out. 
but they delayed the epilogue, and I'm like, oh, they must be delaying it because it's going to be really, really great, and it just let me build it up again because I like the game, the full game so much. So when the epilogue came out and I played it, and in literally one sitting, um, and you know, got whatever the achievement was for playing it under two hours or something, um, and said, you know, that's it, and it was so completely unnecessary, it just it was bad, bad stuff. If that's what pay DLC is going to be in the future, you know, you know what, you know what else? Pay DLC is kind of weird. They re- they released a uh, DLC campaign for Resident Evil Five, which looks much more in the vein of traditional Resident yeah. Evil with horror and the mansion and all that. But it's only an hour long. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's like it looks exactly like the kind of thing I'd want to play, but it's only an hour long. So fuck it. Yeah, if the if the pop DLC was free. Which it probably should have been. Which it never would be. Then I wouldn't hate it so much anymore. The problem is, and this isn't, this doesn't make it right, but you guys just haven't played enough DLC. This is just how it is. And the if you think the pop one's bad, again, play that first Assassin's Creed 2 one. That's there's bad. no, there's, I can't think of any DLC ever that I've gotten and felt in any way satisfied by it. So I pretty much just have a rule where I just don't well, do DLC. Back, back in the day before everything was digital download DLC used to be called expansion packs and because it was a a retail thing that you had to go buy there was I think more quality control went into it so it's like the the publishers say well it's just a download thing no one expects it to not be garbage like I loved the road to Rome and you know basically all the expansions for Battlefield but um, you know and those were fifteen dollars and the main problem with DLC is it's always so little to it. Yeah. That's the, that's the main problem. Just so yeah, little to it. I, again, maybe it's because I came back a year after the game, and I was kind of like, hey, cool, I forgot how cool this game was, like the controls and all that. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. yes, it sort of plays for you. It's very automated, but it's still well, a fun game. I never had complaints Dude. about, like, that it was automated or easy, or, you know, I liked that it was like that, but... Um... I didn't like the... It was completely unnecessary for the story because it still didn't resolve anything. That's that's one of the big problems I had is that and there's the, no point in it. There's there, no new boss. There's no new anything really in it. At, yeah, at the end, nothing is resolved. You may as well have just not played it as far right. as the story goes. So, But it's it's sort of a... And you said it. it's like a level pack an intern made. Yeah. But it's, it's like a level pack with just... Um, I don't know, just more difficult scenarios. And I don't, I don't think it was that bad. Was it worth $10? No. It should have been 5 But um, If it was know. $5, if, if dollars, like... I would have hated it half as much. From, from what I understand, the, the only good DLCs out there are the Grand Theft Auto ones, because they're pretty long. Well, I still had... I, I didn't buy the individual DLCs, but I was going to buy it now that it's the, the standalone game. Yeah, Liberty um, City stories or whatever. But there's too much stuff coming out, so I don't know when or if I'll ever go back to those. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Chronicles of Liberty. You know, the standalone thing that has all the packs with it. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to, like, Gamefly that or something with it. At the end of the day, when am I going to get the time or the desire and the time both together to play all that when I have so many other things that I still haven't played? I think that, well, the, that's the problem with a lot of the DLC is they either put it out too soon and it's garbage where they wait too long and no one cares anymore. Well, here's yeah. the problem: it's like when, like the, the best, like with the Fallout Three DLCs, you know, those are counterintuitive. They, they go against the whole flow of the game, and they're too short, so that's a problem. But the worst is like the Mass Effect One DLC, where it's like you finish this RPG, which is 
fairly linear. And it's not like Fallout 3 where it's open. And then, then like, months and months later, they release a DLC, which is, like, one little side mission that takes one or two hours to beat. Mm-hmm. And you get an... And it's like, why would anyone care to do a new side mission after they've already played the game through and get some stupid rewards? Like, why would you care? The only time you would ever want that is if you're currently playing through the game already. Well, you're either playing through the game already or you're a really huge fan of the game and can't wait to play a little more content from it. Right. And either one of those scenarios means the DLC has to be really, really good. I don't know. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Is Bioshock 2 getting any DLC? I don't know. Did the first one? The first first one got... um, it did, but it was it's more of a patch than DLC. I think it was free. The the second one's supposedly already getting like a multiplayer DLC pack, <sighs> which nobody cares about. Multiplayer's why, why is that in that game? I still haven't done that yet. Is it just a basic deathmatch or something? Yeah, I was actually going to do a, a live review of that when we were supposed to tape TZ the last time, but um, I played about ten minutes of it. I'm like, why is this in here? Uh, but then I guess later down the line, there's going to be a single player DLC for it. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a way into fall, ways into to Bioshock too, and I think it's pretty good. I think I'm probably like five or six hours in. Yeah, I'm. And, uh, is it necessary? Was it necessary to have a whole second game? To have a whole second game? Yeah, like well, the, the game is different from the first game. Well, the, it, it's the reviews sort of the, I've read of it are like I don't know. Why I haven't I read any this. reviews. I, I avoided all the reviews because yeah. I didn't want to know anything. I, so I still haven't. I still haven't seen any reviews. I don't know what score it got. But speaking for myself. It's enough of a departure from the first game to where you could call it a legitimate sequel, you know. Um, you know, you are a big daddy this time instead of just some guy. Spoilers. And you're like, <laughs> you find that out in the first ten seconds. <laughs> you, you find that out at the beginning of the game. You're like a, you're like a big, like the big daddies are sort of like under the control of someone or something. They're like zombies or whatever. They're thralls. They're thralls of another person. But you're like a big daddy who mentally broke free and is like gone rogue. Basically, and that's an interesting premise, and um, it still has a thing where you like have to each each level. It tells you a certain you know how many little sisters are in it, and you can try to find them all to get all the atom out of them. And you still have the choice to save them or eat them or whatever it is you do to get the. I still don't understand how you get the atom out of them. I mean, do they do they eat the atom and then you eat them? How does it work? What's the logic? I don't know. In the first one, you like break their necks. I know, but how does it work? Because like, when they're gathering the atom, I see them drinking out of the vial. So I'm thinking, okay, so they drink it. Do I have to like break their neck and then drink it out of their neck? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> like, what is it? How are you getting the atom out? That's what the drill's I'm, for. I don't know, but I, I never I, I, I never even experimented with, with harvesting in either game because I'm just – I can't do that. I can't bring myself to even experiment and load. You're, you're I don't all even, I don't, I don't killing kids, though. No, I'm not. I'm I'm not big on killing little girls. I like them. Um, I, I could I could never even do it than load it. I could just I don't even want to see it. I just your want whole, nothing to do with your it. Your whole rant on Fallout Three was that you yeah. couldn't kill the kids. In, the the, in Fallout life. Three, the kids were fucking obnoxious. They were little. The more in in Bioshock Two, they're just cute little girls. So I don't have anything against them. I like how he goes off when he knows I'm editing it. <laughs> exactly. You're such a fucking. Dick. <laughs> No, in Fallout 3, the kids are really obnoxious. Plus, I, I, I mainly just want to kill little boys. I don't like little boys. I think they're obnoxious. So in Bioshock 2, they're kind of cute. I don't want to kill them. Huh. 
I'm probably three hours, maybe. Yeah, probably about three hours into Bioshock 2. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I, again, I didn't read any reviews or anything. Um, like, if you like Bioshock, this is more of the same, so why would you dislike it? The, the game has its kind of own unique sense of balance in that the basic combat is like a little bit too hard, but they balance that out by the fact that you can just respawn infinitely. Yeah, well, so that's, it's kind that's, of that was kind of annoying because you're a big daddy who are supposed to be badass in the first game. Yeah, <laughs> and they're actually still badass in this one. I I have fought one of them. But yeah, basic big daddy t- takes a million hits, but you die in three hits. <laughs> you die in like three hits to normal guys just walking around. Was, I found his weakness, me. a pipe. <laughs> he was watching me play the one day, and uh, I think you might have been too, Stevie. But anyway, I was dying to just regular enemies over and over. <laughs> the guy would sneak up on me with a pipe, and he's like, oh, Big Daddy's weakness is a pipe. Boof. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if you, if you the, the real Big Daddy's takes a ridiculous amount of hits in, in, the, uh, in the game, yeah. in both games. Cool. Just kind of funny. But... They balance it out. I mean, they make the combat really challenging, but but they say if you do die, you just respawn, and the, the world persists. So basically, see, I don't like that mechanism. I have mixed feelings about it. I, I don't think like it, it, just, it. It basically works. I don't like it just because. Why am I going to use health packs then? I I, I still I, I actually don't really die that much, I, but I I do put a lot of time and effort into health packs and. Buying health packs and management of my health and, and, and upgrading my health. I, I put a lot of effort into that because I don't like dying. Isn't that just an interruption to the gameplay, though? I think with it, what they wanted to do, their, their justification of it was they said, this is back during the first game, they said, we want the game, we want the enemies in the game, particularly the big daddies and stuff, to be really tough and menacing and just, just seem overpoweringly hard. But they also don't want to make it so that people get frustrated and quit. So the whole octo tank or whatever was their solution for it, whatever it's called. I don't know. It seems like a crutch. If if you, I think it's legitimate. I mean, they, they wanted these thing. They wanted enemies in the game to seem incredibly hard, but still not stop someone from progressing through the game. So I think it's a fair solution. I think it's a band aid. So how could you ever do it? What other way could you do it if you wanted? Someone to seem overwhelmingly hard, but in, you didn't want people to of, not be able to do it. Instead of balancing difficulty with, like, empowering the character or, um, you know, giving the, the character alternate routes around things, they throw in this band-aid of letting you respawn. Wait, 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 wait. If you, if you stay focused and play smart, you, you can beat the big daddies without dying. I do it all the time. I just have to use health kits and, and play intelligently. But for... A lot of people, you'd probably die a lot, and you don't want to have to halt your progress. It's a game with a with a, a with a with a narrative, and the the whole mo- the whole storytelling is a big part of it. And they want people to see the whole story. I don't know. Maybe it's just not my cup of tea. I don't but know. I mean, like, I, I get it. Off. I get it. I get it because I I like I, I I don't like it when games are too hard. I don't want a game to be halting my progress. I just want to see the game. Well, I don't want it to be halting my progress, and I don't want to have to be putting band-aids on. I also don't want it to be too easy, though. I like it when it's challenging, but not frustrating. But Stevie, at the same time, if you just want to play through and save all the time, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the same thing, you big dick. You can turn Vita Chambers off. You big dummy. (laughs) You big dummy. All these games where you save all the time is kind of the same thing. 
Like with your little computer games with your stupid little F9 or whatever, you save every two fucking steps, and if anything goes <laughs> wrong, you instantly reload. Yeah. That's, how is that any better or worse? I mean, that takes that's that's more of a suspension well, of disbelief than these Vita chambers are. No, it's not, so a, you're it's not a suspension of disbelief thing. It's an interruption to the game thing. So, like... So it's not an interruption, just a quick load over and over and quick save every two steps because you're a big stupid beeve? Well, like when I was playing through the Call of Duty games with Bevo using the, the quick save and quick load all the time, that's instant. You do like boom, boom, and your guy loads exactly where you were, except it's like you uh, well, uh, went back in time In, in your face, Beeve, because the, there's, there are Vita chambers pretty much adjacent to everywhere where you might die, so you never have to walk very far, so kind of in your face. So why yeah, not just have it on a button? What? Quick save, quick load on, like, a trigger or something. So, yeah, but the Vita, Vita chambers aren't much different from quick save, quick load, except the, the world is persistent. So so if you did 50% damage to a big daddy, you'll come back and he'll still be damaged. I just don't like it. I don't like the mechanism. It works! from a certain. It, it, it's kind of weird, but it actually works. I, I, I don't really hold it against the game. It's kind of weird, but it works. The game no. still manages to feel like it's challenging, even though... You can die as many times as you want. I mean, I, I think it works. They pulled it off. It, I just wish it, it might... didn't. I wish it didn't cause health packs to be completely irrelevant. And they aren't some, irrelevant. Some... I, I manage my health, and I and I because I, I don't like doing the fit. It just feels silly to me just to die over and over and over and not bother with the health kits. I don't do that. I conserve my health kits, and I don't die that much. It still feels like a regular pace of a regular game. It seems like there should have been two difficulty levels then. Health kit mode and Vita there's multiple difficulties. Mode. You can turn the Vita chambers off, and there's three different difficulties to start with. Yeah, I'm sorry. So in your in your know. face again, in your face. I'm sort of no, in between here. It's weird to have the health kits and the Vita chambers on the same difficulty. See, yeah. I play the I play the game the way it feels fun to me, which is to manage my health and try not to die. RJ goes, well, if it lets me die, I'm just going to die as much as I want. Fuck you, game. I'm smarter than you, game. I'm not going to use health kits. I don't want to. I don't feel any need to game the game. It's I'm going to play it like a regular game. If I die, I go, oh, okay, I get to respawn. I just died. Bummer. But I'm still here. I'm coming back, and I'll try it again. I'm not just going to go, I'm... Yeah, and guess what? RJ's like that stupid hey, guy hey, from dummy. McDonald's commercial hey, where he rinsed the, he rinsed the you, cement after thing. After you uh, come back from the Vita Chamber, all your health packs are gone. The ones you just wasted... Trying to trying to beat him legitimately. You didn't, oh, now you I, I hardly ever die, but they're gone. they're gone. Oh, nice but job. but good job there, good job, bud. Yeah, but instead of <laughs> dying there, once, chief. instead of dying eight times, like you said, you died eight times on that little sister. Well, guess what? I died none on the little sister, and I got a fucking achievement. So the game actually acknowledged my prowess, and it kind of dissed you. <laughs> my prowess. It did. I don't die that much because I'm good. See, I'm actually thinking about. It. I don't want to die. I want to play the game like how I want. What's wrong with that? But you're still using Vita Chambers when you have to. Yeah, but that's be- one. I think it's a good it's a good solution. The game's challenging and I play it like a normal game, but if I do die, I'm not penalized that much. Or at all. I can't comment about how it actually affects the flow of the game because I haven't played it. And but. the game is really well done. The atmos is atmosphere rich. You know what atmosphere rich means, Beaver? Uh rich with atmosphere? Exactly. <laughs> is it a spectacle? It's the game's a spect. It's not really that much of a spectacle, actually, but it's it's you know it's got kind of you know the environments so far aren't that varied, but that's to be expected because you're all this underwater city. But it's interesting enough. It doesn't doesn't really get old. And um, there's another there's a new kind of a new one of the big new things in the game is the introduction of the big sisters, mm-hmm. which are like you know in the original game you were a regular guy, and the one of the staple kind of big 
nasty bad guys in the game was the big daddy. This time you are a big daddy and kind of the strange exotic enemy that you see sometimes now is a big sister, which is kind of like it's one of the little sisters, the little girls. When they grow up, they become feral and then they become crazy maniacs kind of. And they have like these little armor, like these armored suits on. They have like these big, huge syringes and they're just really tough. And they're also like agile. They climb up walls and run on the ceiling. Just a really interesting enemy. Good AI, good design, just extremely well done. And whenever, whenever one's coming for you, they like hunt you down. Whenever one comes for you, it make the, the game kind of notifies you with it. And it has like these sound cues and stuff where, where there's like these really scary noises and and the really tense music and it's just really well done. Like even if I know it's coming, I still get scared because because uh, like the way scared. they set it up is scary. I don't want to be it's suspenseful. And they're really cool. <laughs> like the like regular enemies, like regular people enemies will come by and then the big the little or the big sister will like jump on them and like shove their syringe into them and and like drain them and heal themselves. They're like always doing cool stuff like that. And the little st- the big sisters also use like the telekinetics or whatever, where they like throw objects at you and stuff. It's interesting. See, when when they first talked about the big sisters, all I could think of was the female accompaniment to um, my buddy. Remember? My, oh, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy, my those kids. Oh, it was kid sister. Kid sister, kid Never sister, mind. kid sister. She looks like me, and she smells the same too. Kid sister, <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. Uh, I'm gonna have to find sister. out what that song was now. Kid sister makes much more sense. It's wherever I. It was the same as my buddy, but it was the same second song, verse kind of, basically. of like a different. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a my buddy. Let me see if I can find that. It was wherever <laughs> I go. I need to see it. that now. It's probably no. in your bed. No, I need I need to see if I have the commercial. It was I, wherever I, I go, she goes, kid sister. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like she looks like me, and she's something, something, something. Let's see. I'll look up the my buddy commercial first. Oh, here it is. They have it right here. It was just kid sister and me at the end. It's a, it's the same as my buddy, except That's a different one. That's not the basic one. Yeah, that's not the original song. That must that's have a been a, one? an expansion pack. <laughs> DLC it looks pretty. On. It looks pretty mad old. My buddy. Yeah, the original one was just like it was like one yeah. line about my buddy. I could sing the whole thing for you, but I really yeah. don't want to. Let's not. Let's not do that. Anyway, let's let's wrap this up. That's it. He goes. <laughs> the little kid in this commercial looked exactly like me and my brothers when we were little. Like, exactly. Same clothes, same hair. Uh, let's see if kid's sister comes on after. Those little kids in the commercial basically are us. My kid's sister. Commercial. <laughs> Wherever I go, he goes. <laughs> kid sings it, man. It's a good singer. He grew up to be Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, it goes a key up. 
Remy. I remember that one more. She's just going to tell her everything she knows. You actually had a kid sister. Yeah, you? you remember that one yeah. more because you used to call your mom into the room when it came on. I remember I that like commercial this one. more. <laughs> actually, I, did, I had a big wheel in my buddy, and I did the thing where I was riding the big wheel carrying my buddy. <laughs> I did that thing. I really did. Uh, and big wheels were so were so bad because like they were so hard to ride. It was like the worst ergonomics ever. I had the Night Rider big wheel. Am, am I correct in remembering the the big wheel was just ridiculous? Just too hard to ride. It was just something about well, it. Just when really... you got too big for it, <laughs> yeah. it was hard to ride. I remember it always being hard to ride. Well, you were thirteen. <laughs> when I was thirteen, I was, like high school six, I, I was when I was thirteen. I was like six two. So. Yeah, and that's why it was hard to ride a big wheel. I, I've I've been the same height since I was like fourteen. Seriously, actually, I like, yeah, I pretty much have too. Like since fifteen, I shot up to six two when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and I've been that way ever since. My growth spurt was in like high school. Yeah, mine was sophomore year of high school. I, I was I was already set when I got into high school. There was some kid and I uh... got these big old balls too, right, dude? <laughs> got these big old balls. <laughs> I, I got I got I put those through their faces in high school, right, dude? Beef knows what I'm talking about. Why would I know? I don't know. You've seen the pictures, I got Beef. my growth spurt, man. Both growth spurts were, were before high school. Both of them. You know, you know what the two growth spurts I'm talking about are, Beef? Hey, hey Beef, remember my I big got balls this, uh, high school? I got the growth spurt. The 6'2", six 6'2", two, six two on my height, and these big old balls. Remember that, Beef? <laughs> Punchy. Yeah, I think it's time. To big old, this. big old grapefruits. Uh, oh, I do have a big announcement, though. Actually, two, sort of. <laughs> I got two big old balls. <laughs> they're, they're, both, they're about <laughs> Pete. No, uh, we have we have a new TZ uh, voicemail line. I'm excited about this. It went away for a while. We had one when we first started, and then Drax stopped paying for it. Uh, <laughs> but now it's back. And uh, when I was What's trying to come number? up with a, I was trying to come up with a number for it. And the only thing I could come up with was, uh, like, some area code and then I hate TZ. <laughs> and Well, we tried a bunch of stuff. We tried, like, just Tapezilla and nothing yeah. worked. Anyway, the, my idea was I hate TZ, and I, I don't think it was available. And then I just didn't think of it, but my girlfriend goes, what about I like TZ? And I go, oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Uh, so No one thinks of that. No one, no one ever <laughs> has thought that. So, our new number is one five three zero. I like TZ. All right, That's right. Um, also, on the uh, on the TZ site now, if you load up the homepage, got a cool little thing there with uh, some of our favorite links. Yep. And that's going to change all the time. Yeah, that's uh, that content might <laughs> might actually change. It'll probably did, it'll probably actually change more than our Twitter feeds. Yeah, it'll it'll be I, close. I did want to ask Beef something though. Uh oh. Um, I actually I, this act, I've been kind of saving up my questions for Beef because I wanted to ask him stuff. There's just stuff I want to know, sort of general knowledge for the most part. But since we don't have time to do all of them, I'll just give you the four categories. Pick a category, then I'll ask you the question. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. The first category is diet and health. Uh-huh. Second category is technology. Third category is entertainment, and the fourth category is, I guess, literary. I'll take uh, literary for 500. 
I don't. I, I want to know. Well, this is the boringest one. Pick a different one. Uh, technology. Okay, this is the one. I keep seeing commercial for the last couple of years. I've been seeing commercials for Cisco, but I've still never figured out what the product is or what they're talking about. So can Cisco you makes routing equipment. So what are they trying to sell me when they have the commercials with Ellen Page and the kids and they're, they have the link, the satellite link? Like, what are they trying to sell me? What do I? What am I supposed to buy? Okay, Cisco. Their original business was things like routers and the human network. What are um, they selling me? They're they're selling you both networking. Well, they're selling you the concept of uh, they're selling me a networking concept. and telepresence. So how do I pay money for that? The telepresence is the kind of newer part of the business. So what they used to sell was routers to um, like businesses and ISPs, and basically, if if you look up any website. Odds are your traffic is going through a Cisco router, probably either the entire way or at least at one point in the way. They just okay. I get it. I get that it sort of has something to do with networks and linking things and then, up. Because in the commercials, they have the talking through the video mm-hmm. and everything. But I'm like, what? What's the actual product? Why do they have Ellen Page coming on doing a funny bit and they're saying the human network? What are they? What can I buy? The well, regular person watching TV. What do I buy? That's what the, do they want me to do? They don't want you to buy anything. Want, why are they showing me that? They want you to go to work and say, hey, can we have a video link to our other office in Chicago? I saw this ad on TV, and wouldn't it be great if we could do that with, you know, between Chicago and New York? Is that – is there's money in that? They want to show the commercial to the general public, yeah. and all of us are going to go to work and go, let's show the video network. There's a ton of money in that because um, really? it's, it's hideously expensive. It's like you never see a Microsoft Office ad either. Because all the money is uh, businesses buying it. Because it seems to me they have a commercial where they have the hip voice going, Cisco, the human network, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and they have Ellen Page, the hip young actress, and they have sort of the humor-based commercials. And I think this seems to be targeting toward, you know, a demographic of young tech people and stuff. And like, what are they actually – young you know, young people, what am well, I supposed to buy? There, there are really two types of <laughs> advertising, and it's ads with a call to action, which is like Burger King, which says, you know – we have Whoppers on sale. Come buy one for, you know, a dollar this week. And then the other type of ad is uh, basically brand awareness. So okay, brand awareness. If, but what can I do if I'm aware of their brand? I still can't. It's been years, and I still well, I'm aware of their brand. But what do I do? If you think what, about how can it, I help them? from using Burger King's example, if they had an ad that just showed delicious burgers and then said Burger King at the end. You want a delicious burger. Yeah, but, but I know. I know. Okay, I can go to Burger King and buy one of those. I can't go to Cisco and buy an Ellen Page. <laughs> They're not selling Ellen Page. They're working Page. on that, though. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's Ellen a pretty, Page is selling Ellen Page. That's a pretty good uh, first Ask the Beef segment. <sighs> that wasn't bad. It's, it's not a good explanation because I don't know what I'm supposed to buy. You're you not supposed to buy it. something. What you're, do I do? You're supposed to go to work and say, I want this at work. And then work says, okay, is let's Is there talk enough people out there in that situation where they could do that? I mean, there doesn't why have is it to for young people? Is it young people who are going to go do that? No, it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It has to be uh, – you need a much smaller number of people to do that. Like if you're Burger Watch King, the way these ads are put together. They're very targeted towards a young crowd. If, if you're Burger King, you have to sell a gazillion burgers to make a profit. If the human Cisco, Shut up. If you're Cisco, you don't have to sell a lot of those to make – profit because they're so incredibly expensive mm-hmm. that's why they run ads during every super bowl every second of the day that's you asked, okay they don't i don't even know what but is. whatever hey uh hey beef yo if the, the cash for gold no that's no. a good commercial because i know what i'm supposed to do hey. give them gold and they give me money 
<laughs> That's easy. I can understand that. Put Ellen Page on that one. Okay, why does the Red Cross advertise? See, listen, I'm trying to help Ellen Page. That's what this boils down to, and I don't know how to do it. Pete understands when Jerry Springer's security guard gets on the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Cash for gold. Cash for gold's easy. You give them gold and they give you cash. If Ellen Page was doing that, I'd help her out. I'd say, okay, I'll I'll send my gold in. You can help Ellen Page by... (laughs) Yeah, I want to help her. No, you help Ellen Page by renting uh, Juno 2 Juno on roller skates on Netflix. There's no Juno 2. Yeah, Is it like Cruel Intentions 2 where it's some shitty straight-to-DVD thing? No, no, no. Juno 2 Juno on roller skates is uh, – the American oh. title was Whip It. Oh, Whip It. I'm actually trying to rent that, but Netflix won't send it to me. I actually do want to see it. You want to Whip It, don't you? I do. Didn't like Drew Barrymore write that movie? Probably. Come yeah, on. supposedly it's not that bad, though. I mean, I, I like Ellen Page, so I'll watch it. All right, but Beave, seriously, since <laughs> since Pete did this whole Ask the Beave thing, would you be willing to take listeners' uh, questions? And we'll do, I'd like, love an to ask hear listeners' thing. questions. All right, there you go. I might not Just, answer them. Well, we'll put I'll... them in categories. Well, every one we get, if we get any, we'll uh, we'll throw into categories like, like Pete did, and you, you pick yeah. the category. I reserve Beef? the right to take a pass. Beef's sort of like um, uh, Ben Stein that he has like massive general knowledge am, about stuff. I'm the Ben Stein of Tapezilla. You take Beef's money, win Beef's money. But uh, this is the thing, though: is if if they call up the the voicemail line five three zero I like TZ, or they email us at any of our email addresses, or uh, how about this? How about ask the Beef at Tapezilla dot net? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't tell you ahead of time. It's live on the show. That's the first answer to the question. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like the idea of it. And uh, I'll tell you up front that voicemail questions will be given priority. True. But, uh, and... Beef, beef, can't, no, beef can't research it ahead of time. No, 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 no that's I, the thing. Uh, yeah, it'll all be off the cuff. I won't, I, I won't hear the questions before they're given to us. But uh, I do reserve the right to not answer some You're questions. You're dick. We're not going to ask you some well, like if someone not calls ask up you and about, says, like, the "What's Holocaust your address? What's in your house? And when are you not going to be home?" I'm not <laughs> going to answer that. I'm talking about general knowledge. That doesn't count as general knowledge. All right, personal life questions. I probably won't answer. Probably, unless they're you know, there's some. Like know. when I wanted to know what B did at work, I kept asking him about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if if it, I still don't know if a listener, <laughs> I still if, don't understand what he does at work. He's like Chandler Bing. If a listener wrote in with that question I'd, I'd probably give them a, a very short answer but not a lot of depth yeah. I had a lot of follow up questions I'm that, sure but I still don't know I'm sure because you sort of you came onto the TZ scene like I don't know pretty pretty quickly like you were just suddenly part of the gang mm-hmm. as far as being in the uh, on the actual show mm-hmm. I'm sure people have some questions for you they didn't I'm have that like they, they've known uh, myself Pete and Drag for like an extra 20 episodes more than you you know mm-hmm. so I'm sure they have some questions for you. Anyway, 530 I like TZ or ask the beeve at tapezilla.net. <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. What else do we need to. Is that it? Is that all we got? <laughs> Is that our cue to stop the, ju- the <laughs> laughter, the laugh track in the background? No, no, yeah. no. No, I, I, I felt like there's something we're forgetting. That's all. There's so. some Dr. Mario going on back there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe that's some SNL. Oh, okay. I have SNL on too, but the sound is down. Well, you must not think it's very funny then. You know, J-Lo is kind of a douchebag because she's hosting it, but she's also the musical guest. Oh, I hate that. I don't know. 
it's kind of a douchebag move, and I don't know what it is with her, but she's got to be like a million, like fifty years old now or something. But she like doesn't look old at all somehow. That's the know. weird thing. Uh, Angelina Jolie to me seems like she Looks should be old. like forty five years old. She's thirty four. Oh, really? Yeah. That seems fuck? about right to me. I mean, I, I don't think she seems like she should be old. You know, 10 years ago, she was just coming onto the scene, and she seemed young then. She seems, she seems a little older now. Well, given my age, and given what her actual age is, I think she should be older, further older than me than she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of, I watched the, the, the figure skating from a couple nights ago. I like the I like the the pairs figure skating because it's always like the it's like the guy is like forty and the girl's like fifteen. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Well, the dudes are it's always great. goofy looking too. <laughs> the only figure skating I can't get into is just when it's just the dudes alone because that's really really like not my thing. <laughs> but the pairs I like the pairs because it's always like a super old bald guy and like a little teenage girl who's usually got a nice body and everything. And it's like really creepy and great mm-hmm. and. And I also like the when it's just the solo girls. I like that too. The ice skating and uh, some of the other I don't know what events I'm thinking of, but when they say the ages, I, I'm always like, God, they're that young. No, the thing I like about it is it reflects <laughs> the rest of the world, where the guys can be older. A lot of times the guys are older, which I like because the guys can be like 35 and they're still young for some reason, but the girls have to be like 16. Oh, that's what's funny. That's great. If you watch, if you watch the curling, like the guys look like bowlers. Yeah, <laughs> the guys are so pathetic looking. But the thing about curling, I've I've been getting into the women's curling. Yeah, because some <laughs of the teams have like really cute shakes on them for some reason. I watched uh, Thursday afternoon Germany, like Canada. I watched Canada versus uh, Switzerland. I didn't see that one. I saw I saw uh, Canada versus Germany, and Germany has one chick on it who's seventeen, and she's so freaking cute. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and the Japanese team had a really cute chick on it too. I'm like, like, what is it about curling? All these cute chicks are playing it. I watched like four hours of curling today. I still, I've watched it for hours. I still have only the faintest idea of what the, of how the game works. I actually get it now. I, I tried to figure it out myself, but I. They're trying to, to put the up. put the little rocks into the middle of the target, right? Well, and they like after the, the well, after the last throw or whatever of the last of that end, which is basically like that round. Um, whoever is the closest. However many of theirs are closer than the other teams within yeah. the paint, they get that many points. So, at the end of what? Every, like, like round. You throw, like... They're called an it? end. But... Eight stones or something? Mm-hmm. So, they, they each throw a certain number, and after that number is done, whoever has the most closest to the center? Yeah, like, I throw one, you throw one, I throw one, you throw one. And, then and they're after... always, like, doing strategic things, like putting up blocks yeah, yeah. Like, to guard the... Yeah guard the person from putting it somewhere. It's actually kind of a cool game. I never got into it before this Olympics, but it's like... I just think it looks really funny when they, it's when they mix, throw the ball. It's like a mix of like darts and billiards. And chess. There's some chess in there, too. Pretty cool. And uh, bowling. <laughs> and <a little laughs> when bowling. the guy is actually... When the, guy, when the person is serving the uh, stone and the camera kind of zooms in on them while they're sliding in that ridiculous position, something yeah. about that kind of reminds me of like kung fu movies or something i don't know it just looks so funny i can never stop watching it it's just like it's the kind of thing it's like a cat it's like a cat licking itself i just can't stop watching for some reason i'd try it if uh if i knew where there was a curling place near me i would go try it yeah i said i want to be on the olympic i want to be one of the years. one of the brush people who like freaking well, they all do the thing around brushing in front of them i want to be one of those that looks fun well you, you can be ice. my brush person nice I don't understand why they rotate who's serving the rock because it seems like in most sports you have people who are just really specialized so they can be the best at it. So mm-hmm. why are they rotating? 
Wouldn't there be one person who's best at serving? Yeah, they're not allowed. Well, I, think. I don't think. I feel like the uh, the what do they call him? The the captain or the what is he? I don't remember. Now. I don't know. Whoever the the leader is, I feel like he does most of the throwing, but he still has to do the other jobs a certain amount or something. It seems like they go like two I, I just, and two. Like you throw, you do two of the stones each. I don't know. My favorite part is when you're watching the girls curling. And like you're watch- and I'm always just watching where whichever one the cute one is. Like I, there's been at least two teams who had a really cute one, but I'm sure there's others. I like watching the cute one scrub the ice because it looks kind of domestic and it just kind of, <laughs> it kind of turns me on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I would have the cleanest floors. Exactly. I don't know. I just I like watching girls do girly stuff like brooming. What else is cool is when the other team you know throws one down the ice, whatever you want to call it. Slides one down the ice. They, Sounds uh, like a euphemism for some reason. And it gets <laughs> when it gets towards the. Uh, I'm going to throw one down the ice later. <laughs> when it gets towards the end, the other team can actually keep it going. They can brush it. Right. Yeah, it. I've cool. noticed the other team will come up with their little guy and like scrub something yeah. at the end. Well, it's if they want it to go. Like, I, think, I thought that the, the, the idea was they're allowed to scrub their own rocks. No, they can do both. <laughs> like if the, if the rock hits their rock, then they can scrub their own rock to try to make it. No, no, they the, can do the other team, too, to yeah. make it go out. So they can try to make the other team's rock go well, further? What the rule is, like, the two guys that start brushing can brush as soon as the other guy, the guy that's bowling it, lets go. And then they have to stop once it gets to the midline of the uh, the target. And they then the other people can brush to try to make it go further. Right. Mm-hmm. So the brushing just makes it go further, basically, because yep. they make yeah, the ice yeah. melt or something. Yeah. Well, it makes it go further and, like, it... Uh, like be, they actually it's called curling because they actually twist it like a bowling ball and if you brush in front of it the uh it can't turn as well so you're brushing it to make it go further and to make it not curl as much another thing about that I like about curling is it provides a great room ambience just having that thing because the games take like three hours I know, mm-hmm. so it long. provides a great room ambience because you keep hearing people yelling hard 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 yeah, well, it's I like, like oh, that, that too. Because no matter what language they speak, it they reminds always yell me of hard. my childhood. Hard, hard. <laughs> I don't know. I like yelling. It's just funny. The whole the whole thing seems kind of goofy, but it's grown on me. We need a, a we need fan. a really good online curling game. Yeah, like three. I bet someone's already on that. Well, there's it's probably part of the Olympics game, but all those are usually pretty bad. If anyone listening is aware of an online curling game, please let us know. I'm watching the S- the the Chris Farr the ice skating thing. I remember this being hilarious. I I'll link you guys. And that's Nancy Kerrigan skating with him. There's also a Jason Priestley one where he's just the uh the figure skater. <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan was like a real skater or whatever. <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. All right. I guess that just about does it. Pete's <laughs> off in his own little world here. So. Yeah, Wait, Pete, I'm, I'm trying to, It's funny, man. I'm trying to watch a video, man. Keep it down. I'm trying to watch the video. Just come on. Come right, down. So, Leave uh, me alone. So, so while yeah. Pete watches that, we'll uh, we'll sign off. 530 I like TZ to leave us a voicemail or uh, any of our names at tapezilla.net, STB at tapezilla.net. Pete. And, and send uh, in your RJ. questions. I guess Drax will still work for a little while. Um, I don't know how much longer uh, you can send them your emails. Bullshit. And uh, STBTZ and RJTZ and uh, all the other Twitter accounts. Yep. All those. The and, YouTube uh, clip ended before the funniest part, so it's bullshit. And keep checking the, the war gen. Send us your funniest ones. Why not? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll post them someday. Just like Thanks that fan you. art, right? 
<laughs> oh, the fan art. Uh, anyway, you know, catch you guys later. See ya. See ya.